James Whale on Talk Radio. Uh, we have now had our UK terror threat level downgraded from severe to substantial. Do you feel substantial? I do actually. Yeah. I feel uh, more substantial today. Yeah. Doctor David Lowe. Suspicious. Sorry, you finished thanking your. No, no, Gary. No, thank you to Doctor David Lowe. Suspicious. It's been announced just before a general election that we're a little bit. Is there safer. a general election? Apparently so. All right. But it's just okay. been announced that oh, we're a little bit safer than we were with the yeah. Tory party. Hi guys. I just feel it's very odd. Yeah. Timing. But it's Maybe not up to them. It's no, it's them. not down to them, actually, oh, as he said. On, it's no. all, we, we can all grease a few palms. <laughs> grease your well, palm, Ash. How did you know that? What? About grease my, about my greasy palm. <laughs> well, I found out look at your greasy face, unfortunately. Aye, look. Oh, yeah. On, yeah. I'll on. give him a cuddle. We've finished now. I mean, we, we were talking go, about but... Mickey Delenz earlier. Did oh, yeah. you hear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I missed that. About right. being, being the voice in a cartoon and that. He yeah. was in uh, Funky Phantom, I think. That's right. We were talking about Ash that. was getting very excited when we were talking about all these things that uh, he didn't you remember. know about Hanna Barbara because when he was young, you had to go down the news house, the new picture house. Well, you had to you had to draw pictures in the corner of a book, then flick it very quickly. Yeah. And, and yes, right. it's Hanna Barbera. Hanna Barbera. You should watch Hanna some Scooby Doo. Fifty mm. years old today. Yeah, I couldn't Like Scooby. It's Casey Kasem. I'm going bad. home. No, don't I'll leave you. No, I'm, I'll leave Zoink you with Ian. Scooby. I've had enough of this rubbish. Lucky. It was rubbish with Scrappy. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. It's a busy, busy show. Politics free zone this evening, guys. Politics free zone uh, tonight, if you will. 0344 499 uh, 1000 is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, 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 very welcome. Now, I said it's a, I said it's a politics-free zone uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. That's not exactly true. Oh, come on. The one little bit at the start of the show. Nigel Farage has said he will not be standing as a politician, as an MP. He will not be standing as an MP. And I think his statement he made today is actually very interesting. May I please play a snatch of it? With your permission, Mr. Mr. Producer Man. Oof, if you must. Okay, this is Nigel Farage earlier today telling people why he will not be standing as an MP. <laughs> oh, hang on a second. We've got the... That's the littlest hobo still playing in the background. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, Nigel Farage telling listeners and telling people why he will not be standing as an MP. <laughs> he shit his pants. He done shit his pants and run away like a baby. <laughs> what a chicken! What a coward! 
What a scumbag. I can't say that in 26 hours, but I can say it now. Freely. 0344. That's your only politics you're getting for tonight. 0344. 499 Late Night Alternative. We are on every weeknight from 10 o'clock on Talk Radio. Listen on DAB. Download the app. Go to talkradio.co.uk. My name is Ian Lee. I sold, stole some strawberries in the jungle once. Who are you? Plenty O'Toole. Plenty O'Toole. You can give us a call about anything. I want to compile a list. I was really trying to think over the weekend. This is how my weekends go. Of murdered rock stars. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about people in the music industry who were convicted, who've been involved in murder later on. Phil Spector, of course. Of but course. let's just back off for that from a bit. For a bit. Murdered rock stars, right? I can only think of two. I can only think of two. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, if you know more. And I thought, well, that's odd. Because you would think that there would be a lot more murdered rock stars. The two obvious ones, Obz, John Lennon, uh, Sur La Beatles, and Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones. Now, that's a controversial one. Yeah, because I didn't think he... I don't know much about that, but I don't well, think li- he was murdered. Trust me, love. Leave it to the, ro- the rock experts. Boring men. The rock experts. Uh, the rock experts. Uh, he was definitely... He was, like, almost definitely murdered. Really? Pretty. Pretty, pretty sure on that one. People oh. think it was an accidental drowning, um, but there is compelling evidence uh, that he was murdered. Right, you've seen documentaries on well, there is a, No, 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 there is, there, is, um, there is a documentary about it, which I've not actually seen, but I read the synopsis in the TV guide of the mail. Um, and from what I can gather from that, it is, some people have, one of the theories is that he was the murder was... Well, no, one theory is it was Hell's Angels. Okay. Pourquoi? Because they hung out a lot with the Hell's Angels. And the Hell's Angels, the Hell's Angels were a lawless bunch of hoodlums. Another theory is that another member of the Rolling Stones paid to have him bumped off. Wow. Yeah. Here's the thing you remember about the Stones. They were dark. They were hanging out with dark forces. Satanists. They were hanging out with Satanists. The Hells Angels. Hells Angels now we consider to be lovable. But they weren't. The Hells Angels murdered someone on film at a Rolling Stones concert. It's in a documentary. Gimme Shelter. The Stones Ultimate 1969. The concert that ended the 60s. They're, they're in front, literally, about 10 foot from the stage. They shoot a black guy. Wow. So, uh, they've certainly got previous. So, uh, we, I want to compile, I know it's a morbid start to, uh, a week, but I would like to compile a list of murdered rock stars, please. Um, Biggie Smalls? I mean, he's not technically rock, but you know what I mean. Biggie Smalls. Well, Tupac. Are they rock? They were, I would. I would. Are uh, you classing? I would. All I would. They're prob- I think they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so we have to class them. Is Biggie Smalls dead? Yeah. Was he? Don't Google it. No, listen. He, can we? This I is, don't know a lot about. I, I tell you what. Tonight, about this I, I want. I'm enjoying the little challenges we've been setting ourselves. Right. So tonight, Catherine, can can I set you and I the challenge? And you, actually, dear listener. No Google. We are in the apprentice world. The trouble is, yes, sir. Ian, yes, sir. this is where yes, the sir. line between me being a producer and me being your co-presenter mm. is tricky. Okay, pourquoi, Yati? Thanks, Because, because it's kind of my job to make sure we don't tell 
lies on the radio. Whoa, this is 2019. This is the year of the lie on the radio. We're not going to libel anybody, okay? Right. Um, but I think, I think facts are rubbery. Gosh, tell you what, the walls are. Jesus Christ, we can hear everything you're saying out there, guys. Um, I think facts are fluid. Uh, Also, I think that you and I know a lot more than we give ourselves credit for. There was a study in one of the papers that using, do you want to try and get that caller back if uh, they were gone or not? Okay. Uh, That using um, uh, mobile technology, phones and tablets, literally reprograms the brain. The brain. Uh, synapses and neurons take on a different shape because of that. So I want to try and rebuild our brain synapses and neurons, okay? So tonight, Catherine and I, and you, dear listener, we are living in the apprentice world. Google does not exist. Okay, can we ask Jeeves? <laughs> Jeeves got fired ages ago, for, <laughs> apparently for noncing. No! Um, <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to just do it all from memory, and also a lot of this stuff you can work out. Okay, so let's go from memory. Uh, Biggie Smalls, dead. Definitely. I think Definitely. Possibly. I think Biggie Smalls, yeah. Biggie Smalls is dead, right? And Tupac is, is dead. Well, unless you read certain parts of the, uh... Tupac Shakur. The weird news sections of the Daily Star. Now, they were... Cited quite regularly. Were they killed... Were they, was the gentleman named, now, okay, I think a, 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 a gentleman named Shugs was involved. A gentleman named Shugs was involved, I think he was a man, it was East Coast, West Coast uh-huh. rivalry, gang rivalries. Catherine's doing a, a gang sign here. This is going to be great. This is going to have ten minutes or two white middle class, middle aged people trying to dissect the um, rap gang wars, the coast wars Beef. of the 80s and 90s. So it was East versus West. Uh-huh. Um, Biggie, I think, was uh, the West Coast, the you, East Coast, I, New I, York. I'm guessing now. And Tupac Shakur was the West Coast, and there was a lot of rivalry. Now, Shugs was, I think, the manager, and if you know this, please, dear God, phone up and correct me or tell me I'm right. Shugs um, was, the, was the manager, the owner of a record label that I want to say was called Def Jam Records. Right. But I don't know where We don't know any of it. I mean, I think we should say, Mm. from the moment we said those two guys had died, we don't know anything else for sure. We're not 100% sure those two gentlemen are no longer with us. If Biggie or Tupac would like to call us and prove me wrong, I would love to take that call. I would, I would, I would apologize like nobody's business. But so yes, in conclusion, I think that Biggie and Tupac were killed um, as part of the East Coast, West Coast rap uh, war, and that a gentleman named Shugs, who was um, a record producer or was head of a record company, certainly had something to do. He certainly, there's a guy called Shugs in prison. That much I know, because I'm sure I've seen him on TV. No Google tonight, dear listener. 0344 499 uh, Steve says, did you say that Brian Jones was killed by the Hills Angels? I find this hard to believe. They look like such a nice bunch of girls. Hells Angels. They were not real nurses. Mm, mm, mm. Let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Hello. Hello, Paul. Hello. What can we do for you? Um, I'm sure that the people who 
actually told you my choice of murderers. <laughs> Could you turn the radio off, Paul? Hey, sorry. There you are. Is that? Is that not? No, okay. It was actually. Is that better? Yes, that's better, Paul. So go on, tell us, say that again. I'm thinking of the people in the home where I am. The people in the home where you are are what? Trying to murder me. They're trying to murder you? Yeah, no, I don't think, I don't think that, hang in a minute, hang in a minute, Paul, let's, let's, all right, well, this is a, 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 an interesting call to start the show with, and I'm glad you called us. I don't, yeah. I don't give us too much information, all right, but what kind of home is it? Mentally It's a mental home. I'm trying to get out of the mental system, but they won't let me. Well, maybe they think... You're not well enough to get out of the mental health system just yet. Well, if I keep me in here, they'll me bloody insane. Well, <laughs> if they're driving you insane, Paul, it sounds like you might. Paul, I've got to ask you to watch your language. I've got to ask you to watch your language because I really want to hear. That's all right. Don't worry. I'm not telling you off. I just we can't allow the f bomb to go out. And just let's just. I, I know it's an upsetting situation, but if both of us just calm down ever so slightly, okay? Yeah. So how long have you been there? Do you think? In where? You in the ho in the residential home that you're in? Uh, quite a long while now. Yeah, I went mean, up in another mental health home. Yeah. And, and I mean, because I wanted to get out of the mental health system, yeah, I moved from there to here. Um, Paul, Paul, just speak, Paul, do me a favour, mate, just speak nice and close to the phone, because it's, it's not a great line. Yeah, I know. Perfect. Right. Yeah, uh, and I, I, I wanted to, uh, move, and they told me that I have to move from here into my own home, but the energy, they're full of, I think it's something to do with my medication. Paul, right? what are they? Paul, yeah. what, what what is the man? I think you know what I mean when I say the man. What is the man saying is wrong with you? All right, what are the doctors saying? Well, they say is I've got paranoid schizophrenia right. with epilepsy. Right. I had the epilepsy first, and then, I'll get the, then they could say I've got paranoid schizophrenia. Do you, so you agree you've got epilepsy? Yeah. Do you, do you think that you're paranoid? Um, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> and you don't think you're schizophrenic? No. What makes I, you think, I, Paul, what, you, when you came on, you said that you thought they were trying to kill you. What makes you think that, mate? Well, I, the tablet that they're giving me, right, are very powerful. And I think they can use this. This is my guess, right? My mm. guess is that the waves um, it coming into my room, the, the well, sound wave, yeah, uh, vibrating, reacting, or reacting with the with the waves, tablets. The tablets, yes, in yeah. my head. The sound waves are reacting with the tablets. Paul, can I, do you, Paul, can I ask you a question? Do you, do you trust me? 
not that much, but go on. Yeah. Okay. No, well, this is well, this is it because this was the answer to that question is integral to what I say next because. Go on. Go on. I can I can guarantee, but you don't trust me that much, which is fine. So this will yeah. mean nothing. I can I I promise you, mm-hmm. the sound waves are not. They're not sound waves. What are the yeah. chances of you getting to bed now, Paul, and getting a few hours kip? Well, I have to sleep on the settee because I can't sleep in my bedroom, yeah, because I, I got some uh, insects. Um, yeah, I, I, I quite like. I quite um, I quite like kipping on a sofa. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's quite horrible. It's so uncomfortable. Are you going to be able to listen? Are you going to be able to listen to the show for a little bit longer? Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you try I and get do. comfy, Paul? Do me a favour. Try yeah. and get comfy on the sofa. And listen to the show for another half hour or so. We're going to do a right yeah. silly old load of old nonsense tonight. Because I think everyone needs a laugh. It sounds like you need a laugh. And hopefully me and Catherine can give you a bit of a laugh tonight while you're settling on the sofa. How about that? Oh, I suppose. I hope so. Can you give I it a go for me? Pardon? Could you give it a go for me? I'll give it a go for you. All right, Paul. How long till? It's about one o'clock, don't you? We're on till one o'clock, so it's just gone quarter past ten now, and we're on until one o'clock. I'm going to get tired. You are going to get tired. Well, when you get tired, just switch the the radio off or whatever it is you listen on and go to sleep, all right, mate? Yeah. All right, Paul. Listen, I really appreciate your call, man. Thanks very much for letting us know what's going on there. Yeah. It's important. Okay. All right, Paul. Take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Um... What a nice guy. What a nice guy. What a lost soul. Um, well, that makes you think, doesn't it? Mm. That makes you think. Paul, thank you so much for that call. I really appreciate that. I think it's really important what you shared. And it's certainly something that we will keep an eye on. So thank you very much for telling us that because it, it is very important. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, and the week begins. Uh, this is the late night alternative. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle. We've got Amy answering the phone tonight. Weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. Sometimes a call sits with you, sits with me. I don't know about you, Catherine. Sits yeah. with me. For days and sometimes weeks, and I think that last call is certainly going to accompany me on the journey home tonight, at the very least. Yeah. And that's, uh, yeah. Ah, These these calls are like little windows into people's worlds. It's all going on out there. Yeah. It's all going on out there. It's all going on out there. 0344. 499-1000 is the phone number, but we promised the gentleman a laugh, and let's let's have a laugh tonight. I think it's what we all uh, need. Let's go to Ian. Good evening, Ian. Hey, how you doing? I'm very well, thank you, brother. What have you got for us tonight? Well, now you've built it up as a laugh, uh, Marvin Gaye was murdered. Oi! You're absolutely right, of course. By who shot him? His father. With 
A gun. Yeah, with the gun that Marvin Gaye had bought him as a birthday present. That's right, that's right. That's since I'd forgotten about Marvin Gaye, and that was, that was really... Okay, we're not using Google. I was about to ask Kath to Google something. I wonder how old Marvin Gaye was when he got shot. Top I'm going to say uh, mid-40s. I'm going to say 48. Do you know, Ian? I'm, I think he was 50. I, I read a biography recently, but I can't remember. I thought he was 50. Okay, that's that could be about right. And it's a shame because he'd been so troubled with cocaine abuse, and I think, like, free, uh, free basing cocaine as well, which is sort of like crap, but not quite. Um, and he was just getting himself clean. He got himself clean. He was out running. He, he, he got clean, bizarrely, in... Um, in Belgium, was it in Zeebrugge? There's a really weird BBC One Arena documentary about him living in Ostend. In Ostend, in this is this port town in Belgium, and yeah. it's, it's there's nothing there, and it's really grey and and concrete. And he went and lived with like this this guy who was a fan, and he got clean, and he went out running, and he started doing concerts, and he he wrote sexual healing. He was having a hit, and he was coming back. Um, and then he went back yeah. to the madness. Yeah, he kept moving into the mountains too, as well. He had a, a small sort of shack ranch house thing up there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we reckon he was about fifty. Well, hang on, let. Oh. Fifty. I would say fifty. What year was he murdered? Eighty-five. <sighs> Dude, I, I'm not <laughs> no. But this is. This is fun doing it without Google, isn't it? Because this is what this is this what, what pubs used to be yeah. like. Yes, exactly. This is what <laughs> pubs used to be like. I, I do wonder, right? I've always thought this, and it's probably poor taste, but you know when the, the police turned up, and they sort of say this at every murder scene, I wonder if one of the policemen walked in and said, okay, what's going on? Whoa! <laughs> do you know what? That, here, here's the thing, though. Accidentally or deliberately? Yeah, quite possibly, because you've got to have a sick... You've got to have that dark sense of humour to be a cop or an ambulance worker or a fire uh, person, <laughs> officer, fighter. firefighter, that walks into those places and sees dead bodies. But yeah, also, you know, from what I read, he, sort of, he really sort of pushed his father. I think his father was great for him as a kid. And uh, I think his dad had a lot of problems too. But it seemed like Marvin Gaye was like really pushing him too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he beat him, but he like hit him back and stuff like that. And it was... I know it was a really bad relation. And some were saying that he almost wanted him, want, forced him to kill him. Well, I know it sounds... Uh, yeah, no, I never quite buy that line. This is a, the, the, completely on a tangent. Completely on a tangent. When, um, when Hugh, remember when Hugh Grant, Grant was arrested for, um, have, paying for sex mm -hmm. with, um, a, a woman in LA, Divine. Divine Brown. Divine Brown. Um, I went to the spot where he got arrested. I filmed some stuff at the spot he got arrested. And it, it, stories like that, and when George Michael got caught cruising on Hampstead Heath, a lot of people come out and go, well, subconsciously, they, they probably wanted to be caught. Nah. Nah, I don't buy that. I've never bought that. Well, of course, on a subconscious level, they, they probably <laughs> wanted to be caught. George Michael probably did want to be led away in handcuffs, though. Well, he probably did. But, <laughs> but, 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 but he could pay for that, or he could go and do it on Hampton Eve. Ian, thank you very much indeed. I never... Well, of course, on a... What was I watching something the other day, and someone's career had been upended by some sort of scandal, and an expert came on and said, well, of course, on a subconscious level, it's very likely he wanted to be caught. No! 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 Why do you think that... Why do you think that they <laughs> reach for that? It's not even an excuse, but that reasoning. Is it because you have to believe that 
they know at some level that it was the quote-unquote wrong thing to do. Yeah. It's that, isn't it? Yeah, no, of course. On a, but you can argue anything on a subconscious level because you, you, the person goes, no, I didn't. Ah, well, that's you speaking consciously. I'm, of course, referring to your subconscious level. No, I didn't. Well, again, if you're speaking on a conscious level, if we go beneath the subconscious, which you don't know anything about, get lost. Yeah, how about um, they did something that they'd probably done before and would have done again if they hadn't been busted? <laughs> we're, um, we're compiling a list of murdered rock stars. We've got Biggie Smalls, we've got Tupac Shakur, um, uh, and people on Twitter are saying I was right about Suge Knight. Uh, that he's, he is in prison for murdering, I'm gonna say both of them. Uh, John Lennon, Brian Jones, and Marvin Gaye, who mm -hmm. we think was between 48 and 50. Someone on Twitter, who was it that said, uh, suggested Selena? Oh, now go on, I don't know this. Right, Selena, uh, big, uh, I was gonna say her parents are Mexican, but she was born in the US. Okay. But she really was kind of a great, uh, the first kind of, um, American-born, I'm going to say, this is going to sound wrong, but I'm going to say it. Well, you're a massive racist. Just no, no, no. American-born Latina pop crossover artist. So she did sometimes sing in English, but she was the one that exploited the Spanish-speaking market. Uh, the way that now, I mean, everyone's recording yes. in Spanish, aren't they? I'm, I've got a new album coming out. Ian sings the Spanish <laughs> Christmas holiday songs. <laughs> songs. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> but she was huge, right? So, um... Okay, we don't bother shame people on this show, Catherine. That's oh, she one was thing. beautiful as well, but no, she no, was... No. She, oh, I can't Google it. I'm not going to Google it. No, so imagine the film that I've given you, the, imagine you'd watched it, you would have seen Jennifer Lopez playing <sighs> Selena. Very similar body type, Hot very potatoes. attractive. Yes. Gr real talent, was backed, uh, her band was her, her brother's family members, and she was absolutely massive. They, they loved her. They loved her. She had... A fan club that was run by uh, a woman who became kind of a friend and was sort of an assistant to her as well. Yeah. And towards the end of her life, she sort of started to suspect this woman was stealing from her. Mm -hmm. You know, she would take things um, to be auctioned off and they would never get auctioned off. Stuff like that, oh, right? Okay. And then it transpired, in, according to the film that I watched with Jennifer Lopez, which is not a documentary, but it's a biopic, it's a movie. right? Um, she busted her and the woman responded by shooting her. <sighs> A bit like my relationship with uh, Matty. In so many ways. So many ways. What okay. happened to that diamond ring you gave him? Oh, I don't know, but I'm not going to call him out for it anymore, <laughs> just in case. Um, oh, this is exciting. Oh, this is very, very exciting. It's Greg, which means... <laughs> It's time for a Shawaddy Waddy Correspondent Update with... Greg. With... Greg. I don't have one. Because... About five to ten, you you sent me a message on Twitter saying, "Oh, you got to call off the show tonight because uh, there's big news in the Schwaddy Waddy world." Yes, mate, and you're. you're I the... have no idea what that is because I'm not allowed to Google. I mean, when when did you read this message? Oh, right, just shortly before 10, so mm. I could have Googled. Yeah, exactly. So don't use that as an excuse, Greg. That's, uh... Okay, well, oh. am I... This is I, a first. Oh, yeah. Am I on. having to give the Shawaddy Waddy correspondent the Shawaddy Waddy update? Well, isn't this sort of more case 
of me needing the sack from no, being a No, not at all. This shows you're willing to admit your mistakes and your weaknesses and to learn it, from it. It's actually it very shows. refreshing. Yeah, it's so many of the other correspondents are so arrogant and they lie and they make stuff up. Greg, sit back, listen, enjoy. It's time for the Shawaddy Waddy Correspondent Update with... Ian. With... Ian. Thanks to you, Greg, tweeting yeah. Shawaddy Waddy, I realised that Shawaddy Waddy were on Twitter. So yeah. I tweeted uh. Shawaddy Waddy, and Shawaddy Waddy sent me the email of their marketing and office administrator who handles all of their live bookings. Her name is Siobhan. Siobhan yeah. has, and I have been chit-chatting throughout the day, and I'm thrilled to say, Greg... Yes. Shawaddy Waddy are coming in the studio one night. And, oh, wow. And Greg, I'm inviting you in to conduct the Shawaddy Waddy interview. Oh, dear. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Gregory. This is our gift to you. Your chance to interview your favourite band, Shawaddy Waddy, live in the studio. Um, can I pass? Because you, you would do a much better job. That was the Shawaddy Waddy Correspondent Update with... Ian. With... Ian. We like to make dreams come true on this show, and Greg, no need to thank us. This is Talk Radio. A star-crossed soapbox for Sailor Boys, oh. Stable Girls... Yeah, I'm on the edge. ...and Stripper Grands. It depends who you with and it depends on the situation. Late Night Speech Radio with a difference. Thank you! The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Right, all joking aside, I'm genuinely thrilled that Shawaddy Waddy are coming in because they've been around forever, right? And I remember them when I was a kid growing up and they're always... If you'd have told me in 1977 that Shawaddy Waddy would still be touring in 2019, I would have laughed at you, right? But they still are. But, also, it's fascinating. There's only one original member in the band, right? And I've been talking to Siobhan, who's been so helpful and is so thrilled. Um, so, so, we have been given an option. I'm right. going to tell you this, Catherine, because we need to talk about this. Uh, she says, Ian, lovely to hear from you. Shawaddy Waddy currently have one original member, the drummer. What a name. Romeo Challenger. Ooh. What a name. What a name. And their manager is Dave Bartram, who was the original lead singer. Now, I remember him. He had a mole on his face. Mm -hmm. And now, she goes on, Dave has suggested that we've got two options. Either the whole new look band come into the studio, which would be awesome, or if you want more of the backstory, then Dave, the original singer, and Romeo um, come into the studio. Let me know what works for you, and we'll send some possible dates. As you've seen, they're on the road constantly, but we'll do our best to to uh, to get in. I, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna say, can we have the can we have the new band? Because imagine them just coming in and playing some rock and roll. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? It'd be ridiculous. There's like 15 of them in there. We cram them in. It'd be awesome. But I'd really like to talk to Dave, yeah. the original lead singer, about what it was like, because there was a big rock and roll revival in the 70s. That's what that was. That's what Shawaddy Waddy were. And there were a few other bands. There was dance. It kind of started with Shana Nara at Woodstock. And, but there was a big rock and roll revival. But, and, and Mud, of course, were, were another one. The way I remember it is they were always seen as a joke because they had those sort of long coloured jackets. And yeah, but I wonder whether it's the same thing as Slade because, you know, when we spoke to Dave Hill yeah. and he said, you know... <sighs> 
my introduction of the look yeah. was our strength as well as the reason we yeah. weren't taken seriously. Yeah. And, and that's what I want to ask them. That's what I want to know is, um, how the hell, I, I'm also fascinated by, by bands that have very few original members actually. I find that uh, we are now in a world where people, you know, I've seen the monkeys with, with two, two of the monkeys, you know, we are in a world where a lot of these bands from the 60s and 70s, the, the original members are dead. Or they can't, they're too old to do a whole show. But people still want that connection with the music. And this is why Kiss are going to live on, right? Yeah. Because the oh. culmination of all this, the fact that you can bring in other members of the yeah. and, and keep a band going, the spirit of the band going, and sometimes, often, there there is an original member who is, if not in the band, then at the helm of it, yeah. making sure that it stays true to what it was. Kiss are saying, and they've said for years and years, we're getting on, there's going to be a time when none of the people in the band yeah, are original yeah. members. Don't matter. And that's brilliant. It'll continue. And the thing is about Kiss, because they'll have the makeup on, who's going to know? Yeah. So it's kind of the same with the Beach Boys. I remember like an interview in the 80s or 90s with Brian Wilson, and he said, we're too old. We're too old. Uh, th these songs should be sung by young, but should be sung by boys, should be sung by young men. And I remember thinking, oh, that's a load of our rubbish. But Brian Wilson's band is made up of young men. It's, it's him, Al Jardine, who are old, and loads of young men. And it's, and that's it, the, the, the touring Beach Boys. There are lo loads of young men in there. The Beach Boys we saw with yeah. Mike Love. Yeah. Most of those guys were like Young his men. son's age. Um, so I'm going to email Siobhan and at some point we're getting Shawaddy Waddy in. It'll be a right old laugh. We'll have a bit of a knees up. Maybe if they can do it before Christmas, we'll have a bit of a Christmas vibe. And we'll see if we can get Dave in as well, the original lead singer. And um, just, you know, make a big fuss of them and um, get them in. I'm looking forward to that. So, Greg, thank you. And, Greg, that is a genuine invitation, my friend. You want to come in and conduct the interview? You got it. Cut it! Hiya, boss. Hi, Cat. Hey. Uh-oh, who's dead? Gabe Byrne, the presenter of the Late Late Show. What a name. Gabe yeah. Byrne. Yeah. What a name. Everyone has tweeted the clip of Catherine. Boyzone dancing. Oh, it's the fun. Have you seen it, Amy? Go and Google Boyzone on the Late Show with Gay Byrne. It is the, it's before they were a band. They were just dancers and not very good dancers. So he says to them, so you don't sing and uh, you don't write songs, you don't play instruments, not one of you. What do you do? And they, they bust some moves. And let's just say the moves are busted. The, the, they are rubbish. <laughs> it's such a great clip. Um, well, what, but why do you get so sad, Alan, about these people that die that you have no real connection with? Um, because I grew up watching the Late Late Show when it was on Channel 4. Did you? What? Did you? Yeah. I didn't watch it. It was on every Monday afternoon at five o'clock. I remember it being on. I remember thinking, well, I don't want to watch that. Hey, listen, he was, um, he was a big broadcaster in Ireland, not so big over here, but he was a big star over there, real innovative kind of TV show. But, um, I just said, well, okay, well, if you watched it, you had that connection, Alan. Who, who am I to question that? And also, I'm thinking of doing some cosplay for next Halloween. Cockplay? No, cos. Cosplay, okay. Um, what Cosplay you... is the modern uh, term for dressing up. Yeah. What are you going to dress up as? A Ghostbuster. Oh, my youngest was running across my garden the other day and he had a big rucksack on his back. And I went, oh, mate, you look like a, a Ghostbuster. Yeah, and he, he, proton pack. he started singing it and, and running along shooting. I dressed up as a Ghostbuster when I was about 12. Wow. Yeah, we did a fun run. And so there was me and my mates all in grey tracksuits with the Ghostbusters badges all over them and um, cornflake box proton packs. Yeah. And my mate Katie was the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man and there. she had to run round with a massive papier-mâché head on. 
There you go, you see. Can be done, Cads. Can be I done. I don't know. Because I'm thinking of getting all the stuff on eBay. And there's a specialist company based in Western Superman which do Ghostbusters props. Yeah, okay. but that'll be expensive. Why don't you just make one? Uh, if I can afford them to spend it, it's worth you want, it All you out. want is a grey jumpsuit and a black backpack and a I hoover thought, nozzle. I thought, I thought it was a khaki jumpsuit. Oh, whatever. I'm not, I'm, great, I'm never, not seeing the film on the Ghostbusters film, you see. Because if you get the khaki one, it'd be the first one. But if you get the grey one, it'd be Ghostbusters 2, well, which they famously said on a quiz show once. Okay, more than once. Okay. But, um... <sighs> Ghostbusters as cosplay, I suppose it is, but it's stretching it a bit. Can't you dress up as like Mario or, or something? Or, remember we'd like to get a Ghostbusters costume, Comic Con. Yeah, we've done Comic Con. Well, we went to Shaggy and Velma. Yeah. Your yeah. Velma was hot. Velma's hot. When you're kids, right? I had no idea that Velma was a thing, right? Yeah. So we went to this Comic Con and I, you know, if I'm going to dress up, I'm going to dress up. And you do good dress up. Uh, the number of young and quite young men, I'm talking like early 20s, who wanted to come and have their picture taken with me. There, was was some, there were also some young women as well who yeah, no. uh, were interested. And here's the thing as, as youngsters, we're all looking at Daphne. Uh huh, because she's the, the obvious one. one. We are so, so, so wrong. It is Velma. And just be careful when you Google sexy Velma, be very. Very careful because a lot of stuff pops up. Yeah, PVC Velma. Don't do it on a works computer. NSFW. I, I read in today some 50 facts about Scooby Doo. I didn't know Fred was gay. I don't think Fred did either. I thought Fred and Velma. Fred and. Fred's uh, not gay. No, not I read in today's centre page of the sun 50 facts about Scooby Doo. Fred was actually gay and he fancied Shaggy. Talk, oh, come on. Talk to him. I'm going to go and get the Today's Sun. The sun writing bullshit. That, that, that's never happened before. Uh, it sounds to me like something that's come up later because I'm pretty sure there was no sexuality backstory going on in the ti in the original cartoons. Wait, well, this was the late 60s, early 70s, Kath. Yeah. Well, sexual freedom was everywhere. Yeah, but actually homophobia was still rife at that point. No, but that's why some internet theories said Fred was gay. Ah, ah, internet, internet theories, okay. Well, there's lots of internet theories, Alan, that doesn't make them fact. And also, Casey Kasem, the one of the voices of Scooby-Doo. This is true. It was an internet theory. But, oh, Alan! But, but, but it was stated in the paper. If you check the paper, yeah, the paper yeah. reported on an internet theory. Right, you said that in the paper it said Scooby Doo was gay. No, no, Fred. Fred was gay. Yeah, be, I think it was fact number seven. Yeah. Uh, no, that's about um, the voice of Daphne Blake um, saying that they didn't make drug innuendos. Well, probably number eight. No, that's online bloggers still frequently and fiercely debate whether nerdy Velma Dinkley is a lesbian. Well, which one was Fred being gay? Number nine. Some fans believe straight-laced hunk Fred Jones was gay and secretly lost it after Shaggy rather than the glamorous Daphne. This is all nonsense and can be easily fact-checked by asking me because I've seen nearly every different series of Scooby-Doo. And there is a whole uh, series where Fred and Daphne are a courting couple and Daphne gets uh, sexually frustrated because Fred is always building traps. Ah, um, ah. Yeah. 
and, um, and I think in the same series, uh, Shaggy and Velma are going out with each other, but Scoob is jealous and keeps trying to split them up. Right. I wonder what Shaggy wanted to be, because an Norwegian and Scooby-Doo. Okay, great, great point. Didn't, didn't hear it, but I'm sure it was a great point. Oh, I think he was doing a... <laughs> oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is the Late Night Alternative every weeknight from ten on Talk Radio. Unmissable Late Night Radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the telephone number. Um... I threw, I, I guess, I wouldn't call it a party on Saturday, but I've never, very few possible exceptions when drugs were involved, uh, I've never hosted people at my house. In fact, I've never done it without there being cocaine around so the people have something to talk about. <laughs> you know, that, so I've done it a few times when there are drugs there, but I've never done it, um, you know, clean. And... Uh, and this Saturday, I had my two boys come and stay, and my sister and her husband and her two kids came and stayed for the weekend. And then Saturday night, you, Catherine, and your girls mm-hmm. um, came over, and we had, I guess what you'd kind of call a bonfire slash Halloween sort of, I wouldn't say party. It was a gathering. It, it was, was a, a gathering. large gathering. And a lot of the, ki- the kids were sort of in the shed at the back. It's got Wi-Fi. So they were playing in there. And then... We did something I've never done before. We did apple bobbing. <laughs> and I set it up in the kitchen, which was a mistake. I bought a, a, a washing bowl and everything, right? And we did apple bobbing and I set it up. And we put a load of apples, obviously, in, you know, I don't need a load of water. And I thought, oh, we'll get ten minutes out of this and, and then maybe we'll play a couple of board games or something. Uh-huh. And then we'll do the fireworks and, and we had hot dogs and stuff like that. The kids went nuts for it. The adults went nuts. Well, the adults were reluctant to do it. And actually, I found the act of doing it really unpleasant. It was like being waterboarded. It reminded me of a, when I was in the jungle. I had to do a water challenge going underwater. And I hated it. And it's really... I was never a particularly confident swimmer. But that thing has made swimming actually quite quite a challenge for me. I, I, I really dislike swimming. And I certainly dislike having my face wet like that. But um, everyone got into it. And the screaming. Ladies and gentlemen, I have to say... My nephew, Dylan, 14 years old, got 10 apples in 60 seconds. It's incredible. His technique was second to none. Well, well it was second, second to, to one. one. It was second to Ms. Catherine Boyle, who got 11 apples in 60 seconds. I'm a top bobber. You were bobbing away like no one's business. <laughs> I bet you were popular when you were younger. <laughs> um, it was. Do you know what? I would never have joined in with that sort of stuff. I've never. No. I, I'm always one to push the kids to the front. I go, no, I'll sit this one out. I noticed she was stood at the back a little bit yeah, as it was going on. Yeah, and when on. your sister said she was, because the girls were going, mommy, mommy. And I was going to go, and then when your mom, your sister stepped in, I was like, yeah, fine. Yeah. Because I was not in any hurry to do yeah. it. But I'm learning to say yes to yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, remember when we went on that um, obstacle course, the, the one in the lake? Oh, liquid leisure, I hate yeah. the idea of that. Yeah. It was horrible. I can't but believe I did it. It was wicked. And, it's, it's, uh, and the kids get so much pleasure out of seeing adults getting dirty or wet or making a mess of themselves and making themselves look stupid. Yeah. Kids kids love seeing that. And once you embrace that, um, and it was so much fun. We were there for about 40 minutes doing b- apple bobbing. And so we had two rounds. Uh, the most in 60 seconds, I got two 
because it's really difficult. And I'm watching at the beginning thinking I'm not going to get one. You got 11. Yeah, but only because Dylan showed me how it's done, right? Yeah. Everyone else was being really careful and kind of trying to get, they were blindfolded. Oh yeah, that was it, we were blindfolded. And they were trying, they were trying to get the stalks between their teeth, right? Then Dylan gets in there, yeah. and his technique was to push the apple down into the bottom of the basin and bite it, yeah. and like, and then chuck it out the side. All right, I said, that's how it's done, is it? So you destroyed a young man, sensitive young man's dreams. <laughs> um, so first round was how many apples you can get in sixty seconds. Mm -hmm. Second round was how long who could get an apple the fastest so yeah. you would just time and we were down to like i was 11 seconds everyone else was like 1.8 1. 1 point i think the winning was 1.11 1. 1 seconds um and then that one and then the adults kind of went okay well we we're gonna sit back my sister made some garlic bread and ivan went and sat in front of the telly and you, you tidied up a bit and the kids went can we do it again so then i'm tight and water is everywhere man yeah. i had to fill the bowl up because it it was everywhere i didn't have enough towels the floor was soaking wet and the kids did like another 20 minutes until there was no apples left no. it was just all chewed and bits spat out but the joy on their faces was incredible and the noise literally it was about 35 40 minutes of screaming <laughs> what fun and then um we, we cleaned all that up and then i went and set out the fireworks in the garden i bought a cup a box of fireworks from tesco and then a big firework um and it was all a bit damp so it was tricky to get them lit but i let the kids light a firework couple of fireworks each and they were thrilled at that so much so and i, I feel bad i shouldn't have said this and i shouldn't have i feel bad that i grasped her up but your 11 year old we lit one and f we were there for ages because it was damp and it wasn't going it wasn't going and then suddenly and your 11 year old ran back and she said so that only i heard it effing hell and I should have kept that, I should have kept that to myself. That was my regret, is that I told you that she said that. I should have kept that to myself. It's fine. I'm, I would rather know, because I could have a conversation with her about, right, I get that it was a shocking thing, but you've got to remember, there are little kids present, it doesn't sound very nice, and it's not like you. It was, it was funny, though. <laughs> yeah, it was And funny. then they're all, the kids are all chanting a song that started off as, don't die tonight. Yeah. Uh, while I'm lighting fireworks. Don't die tonight! All of them, six kids, and then it with changed. Glee. With okay, glee, and they're Let's dancing around, and then it changed to "Don't Die to Die," as things often do with kids. Yeah. It morphed into its own language, and then we all sat around and ate hot dogs and played video games. What a night! What a night! Turns different. out life can be fun. Turns out you can have fun with people and having kids around screaming and making noise and sort of annoying each other a little bit, but getting on and winding it. It was magical. And um, then I read on uh, a Facebook, a local Facebook page, someone complaining about, not about me specifically, but about people having fireworks on Saturday, November the second it was saturday november the second so just after halloween just before the saturday closest to bonfire night on saturday you're complaining about fireworks loads of people agreeing with them what what is that well here's the thing guys not all of us are off work on november the 5th exactly and well here's the thing i don't mind fireworks that weekend i don't mind fireworks 
the next weekend. Yeah. I don't mind fireworks on the 5th. I don't know exactly when Diwali, Diwali is. I don't mind fireworks then. I'm not really that bothered. As long as it's not, you know, kids chuck, or adult or whatever, chucking them in the street. As long as people have put a bit of thought to this going, right, we're going to do, we're going to have some fireworks for half an hour. In the past, we've, we've got too many fireworks and we've saved them for our kids, um, birthday in January. They're, they're a week apart in January. So we've had fireworks, uh, in January. Who cares? Oh, my cat, oh, my cats get scared. My dogs get scared. Well, no, come on. I was a bit concerned that, cause it's Willow's first experience of fireworks. She didn't care, concerned. I bet. She didn't care. More than that, she went and sat by the window and watched them. There you go. I have never had a pet. I keep my cats in, although I think they might have got out actually on Saturday night. I tried to keep them in. The kids were coming and going, so I don't know. I have n- never had a problem with cats. My cats and fireworks, or, or the dogs when I've had dogs and fireworks. That's not to say that I disbelieve people who say their no, dogs they're dogs are traumatised, but it didn't, it didn't happen at my house, I can honestly say. Oh, I couldn't get to, alright, also, if, if it's a weekend, finish it up by 11 if you don't mind, the fireworks, finish it up by 11. If it's the week, then maybe 10, but, I mean, come on, man, come on. My next door neighbour, right, this is where kind of place I live now. My next door neighbour texted me on Saturday morning, saying, Ian, um, I don't want to disturb your weekend, but do you mind if I do a little bit of drilling uh, to f- to do something to my boiler today? What? I'm thinking, oh, my God. I've had builders at the back of my garden. I've had a tree chopped down. I've not once reached out to him and said, I'm going to have a bit of work. I've got getting some work done, hopefully, before Christmas. So I will then. I, I will have to. I think. Um, I thought, my gosh, what a considerate... I said, of course, I said, David, you never have to ask about that. Just do it. It's fine. Um, and I've got some fireworks tonight, so I think that makes us quits. But what world? My yeah. next door neighbour checking, it's all right to do some drilling. It's a really nice neighbourhood you've moved into. It's good, man. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's really, really good. Um, 0344... Four nine nine one thousand. If you are, I don't think we're, we've got any grumpy people listening that would object to fireworks or trick or treaters. We're not that kind of show. I suspect James's show has got plenty. I suspect Julia's show has got plenty. Um, but if you are one of those people that objects to fireworks going off or trick or treaters, do give us a call. Or if you can understand the reasoning behind it. I don't think I'd buy... The, the rules of trick-or-treaters are, if there is a pumpkin or a light outside, you're allowed to knock. I get that some people might ignore that yep. rule and might knock on others. I get... I don't know if I'd buy the trembling pensioner indoors, terrified to move in case they're stabbed to death by trick... I don't know right. if I'd buy that. But again, I guess it depends on the neighbourhood. We're both lucky that we come from nice neighborhoods where people either join in and there's that kind of rule that's respected right yep, yep. for the most part actually on Hall- halloween when we went trick-or-treating the people putting the pumpkins out were those pensioners yeah <laughs> looking forward to seeing the kids dressed up and they really got into it i wonder if it's a real thing people hating i do kind of remember Trick-or-treating seems to have had something of a resurgence, or is it just that I've got kids now of that age? No, it's had a resurgence since sort of the late 80s, I think. It's kind of picked up. And... And Penny for the guy is gone. Yes. That is dead. And costumes are kind of affordable now, whereas my mum would always make mine, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's no point doing that now. It costs you more to get the materials, and it does to get a... You can get something for a tenner. You used to be able to get very cheap costumes in mother care for the the younger ones. I know, I remember. I've had them. But, um, I remember... 
in the 80s, we the penny for the guy times and the, that kind of Halloween yeah. times, lads come in with just their like coats over their heads and they were older. Yeah. They weren't little kids. I mean, the majority of people doing trick-or-treating in my neighbourhood are little kids. You know, you know what the turning point was for trick-or-treating in this country? E.T. E.T. 1982. E.T. was where uh, a whole generation went, oh, God, that looks better than pushing a wheelbarrow with, uh, you know, dad's clothes. Yeah, dad's clothes stuffed with newspapers. <laughs> that looks all right. And that was the turning point. That's when it started to become, and also now... We are the generation that watched E.T. as yeah. kids, so we can t give that magic to the kids. I love it. I tell you what I'm thinking of introducing. I'm, I'm surprised it's never caught on in this country. Thanksgiving. November the 24th, isn't it? It's the weekend nearest to November the 24th. Mate. Yep. What, what, what are they giving thanks for? Go on. Well, they're giving thanks for the fact that they had... Um, a new country, and it was feeding incorrect. them finally, incorrect. and peace with the uh, You're natives. Incorrect. You're confusing it with July 4. No, 4th of July is independence. Yeah. They're, they're, they're giving thanks that they've got food. So all it is. Yeah, because they were living hard lives in okay. pioneer times. Okay, why are they doing it now in 2019? Well, because their history is still quite young. Exactly, right. Well, let's have it. What? Let's have, Halloween is German, right? It's ping-ponged all over the place. Well, it's ours too. No, it's, it's more, it's a German origin. They used to do it in Ireland, the whole, hollowing out of Sweden yeah. and stuff. We started in Germany. Come on. Aus Hallosnacht. What? Aus Hallosnacht. <laughs> oh, we can't Google it. <laughs> You're we lucky. can't Google You're lucky, it. Because it sounds like Das Bullshine. Uh, it's, it's like some, it's all, all. All Hallows Eve. All Hallosnacht. Yeah, All Souls Night. That's yeah, what it is. Which is German. Well, no, you're just saying it in German. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so much fun not having Google, so we can't go, aha! Or you go, oh, I told you so. <laughs> We're just arguing, and I love it. That's what life's all about. Oh, if you know what Thanksgiving's about, 0344 499 This is the Late Night Alternative. It's Kath and Ian. We've got Amy on the phones. Weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I might roll a brand new car Cause I'm the unknown stuntman That made Redford such a star Never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out the bay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge. Here we go. Or 
So, um, Thanksgiving, we think, we, we're not using Google tonight, guys, we are Google free. I considered whether we, sw- and, and I'm hoping you're the same at home. Catherine and I are not using Google, I would prefer it if you didn't. And I thought about switching off Twitter for tonight, but that's the collective hive mind, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's the collective hive mind all working together, as long as you are not Googling it. And we've had loads of people, including David and Alison, loads of people have said Sam Cook was murdered, he's on the list. Now, controversially, and I'm going to put it down, to murdered rock stars. We've got Biggie Smalls, Tupac Shakur, John Lennon, Brian Jones, Marvin Gaye, who we think was 50, I think 48. I think he was still in his 40s. Selena, Sam Cooke, load of people have said it, Kurt Cobain. Kurt. Hey, you know Kurt Cobain's cardigan sold recently? Do you know how much it sold for? Go on. Have a guess. Million dollars. Quarter of a million dollars. Gosh. For Kurt Cobain's cardigan, because to me that's still recent. Of course it's not. He died 22, I remember exactly where where I was, second year at university, so I would have been, he died 25 years ago. 25 years ago, that's probably why they were selling it, the 25th anniversary. There you go. So he died 25 years ago. Uh, But to me it still still feels very recent. I was listening to Nick Abbott uh, when he was on Virgin break the news about Kurt Cobain. Um... But yeah, quarter of a million pounds for his cardigan, the, the one I think he wore on MTV Unplugged. Right. Quarter of a million Which pounds. became a seminal session, didn't it? Great, great sesh, guys. Great sesh. I never really got Nirvana. Oh. Oh. And I was supposed to, because they were, you know, talking to me, apparently, but never really got them. No, I had the ta- I had the tape. I think someone taped it for me. I don't know the lyrics to the hit. Here's what I think the lyrics are. It smells like teen spirit. Here's what I think the lyrics are. Here we are now. Here we are now. Entertainers. Entertain us. Mm-hmm. Entertain us or entertainers? I would say entertain us. Here we are. I thought it was here we are now. Entertainers. Uh, and um, it's Lucy. Really? And there's Lucy... You can't blame us. No, you're making it up now. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right. Here's what I think it is. Go on. Uh, not allowed to Google it. Here we are now, entertainers. I feel stupid. Entertain us. Yeah. I feel stupid and contagious. That doesn't mean anything. Well, I mean. It's nonsense. That's why I didn't get it. nonsense of... What, what, what does a what bubble loo a lot bamboo mean? It Nothing. means a party's about to start. There we go, yes. Here we are now, entertainers, and a stupid, and a drainers, yeah. How does the verse go in that song? Wild thing! You make my heart sing! And then there was another one they had that was, I'm so happy. Isn't that the same song? No, that went, the chorus for that one went, Whoa! Which I actually preferred, I think. I'm so happy, cause today is all I 
There's a day. No, I didn't really get that's not bad impression. either. But you know what? I do really like Dave Grohl. Okay, although the Foo Fighters are terrible. My dad likes them. Oh, exactly. He and my sister ended up in a mosh pit and his um, brogues got terribly stained. They were throwing bottles of orange juice around. Oh. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, apparently it was orange juice. Um... Okay, here's it, folks. We're doing murdered rock stars. We will put Kurt Cobain on that list and, unless someone can call in otherwise. Uh, rock stars that had two careers. I mean, Dave Grohl. Who'd have thought that Dave Grohl, the drummer in the Havana, would go on to front one of the biggest and most tedious rock bands, mm-hmm. also one of the most successful of all time? Who'd have thunk that? He's a, he's, he's everyone's favourite. He's got amazing teeth. Yeah. He's got hair. a great beard. Yeah. He's cool. It's an awful band, though. I mean, uh, we can do rock stars. Rock stars with, with two careers. Let me just think well, for a second. there's that fella, I don't know his name, but the fella that after um, the Pete Doherty band stopped, carried on, and became something else. Okay. Well, that little, guy. Going to need a little bit. Um, oh, we're being told the, the line in... Oh, that was it. The line in Smells Like Teen Spirit is not hello. How low? I said, hello, 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 hello. Here we I are now. I thought it was now. hello, hello, how low. Okay. Is it, what is it? What are they saying? I've got no idea. Hello, Susan. Oh, hello. Um, I've got to just turn this down a minute. I've done. Yes, please. <laughs> That's it. I was on the thing. Uh, yeah, you were talking about um, Halloween and Guy Fawkes a little while ago. Yes. Well, um, I'm usually here, um, you know, when they come round knocking at the door, because I do the window up and everything. Yeah. But this year, I don't know why it happened this way, but I just said to my husband, look, I said, there's lots of sweets in the bag there, if the children, if they knock, you know. So when I was at work, I just phoned up to see how things were. Yeah. And I said, he said there was been loads, loads of um, kids coming tonight. Yeah. And yet when I got home, because mm-hmm. I had my grandchildren here, yeah. I, there was no one knocking at the door. It's the first time. What time but did you get home? Not very late. Not, well, because their parents come with them. At half past seven, well, I was half past home seven, by. Half past seven, eight o'clock, it's kind of winding up about eight yeah. o'clock, I think. Yeah, yeah. So they, said there was loads. Did they, you? know, the little children with the parents and that. And here's the thing. Yeah. I, I live where they... We, my street, there aren't any trick-or-treaters, and I'm working anyway. But, but when I lived yeah. with, with, you know, with my family and stuff, yeah. there was a lot of it. Isn't it a joy... To open the door, yeah. and you've got like eight, nine, and a twelve-year-old all dressed up as a zombie and a witch yeah. and Dracula. Mum and dad are at the end of the drive, and you open the door, and you go, "Oh my uh, goodness, yeah. you scared the life!" Please <laughs> take some, take take a handful I of sweeties each, and please don't get. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, I like doing the. I got this um, ghost that lights up from one of the ho- uh, home bargains. It's only a, a cheap thing, but it lit up in the window, and I had some black cats with lights in them. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it looked very pretty, and I had these spider lights I found Beautiful. in the well, loft, but well they were done. different colours. Yeah. And they, but the windows, they look ever so pretty. Yeah. You know. Oh, it's a bit, it's a, a bit of fun. It is, yeah. I mean, it's me, I mean, I'm the biggest kid out of them of all, really. But you know the um, old fireworks thing. When I was like very young with my friend in London, where we used to live, yeah. we I had a bear and I put a black wig on him, and we called it John Lennon. We never burnt it or anything like that. But people gave <laughs> us. We used to get quite a lot of money for John Lennon. And, 
We called it John Lennon. We're only young kids, about ten and ten and nine, something like that age range. We used to go out, you know, it was dark. Anyway, we got a lot of money, and what we used to do is split it in the middle and and go to the shops and um, get Christmas presents with it when we were little. We used to like going in Woolworths and all that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. But uh, they were lovely times, you know, really good times they were. What year would you have been dressing up your teddy as John Lennon? Oh, well, it would have been in the late 60s. Beautiful. You know, but, you know, I'm, when I'm John, when, now. When John, when John grew his hair long and shacked up with Yoko and went weird, as my mum would say, yeah. did you go off him a bit? I didn't really. I wasn't really, like, taking much notice at oh. that age. It's only because my sister, okay. she was into all, you know, I could hear the music and all that. She's a bit older yeah. than me, my sister. Yeah. But uh, I just remember... We just called him John Lennon for some reason because he yeah. had this long. Beautiful. The men used to have long hair, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And uh, but it was good. It was in a little doll's push chair, and um, we lived in. I lived in flats then, and um, it was uh, right near the station. So when people used to be coming <laughs> out of work and that, we used to. That used to be the place to do it outside yeah. stations. Well, there was a lot of pe- you know in those days there was lots. But you of made a fortune. Doing penny for the guy, but no one was but, doing penny for the Lennon. <laughs> No. <laughs> I bet you made a fortune. A yeah, I bet you made a fortune. We did. We're very good like that. We, as I say, we didn't have fireworks out of it or anything. Oh. We just used to, like, little girls used to, like, go and buy, buy them presents for the family, yeah. and that's the money we got, you know. Brilliant. But it was, there were lovely times, and also, I can't wait to read the transcript book. It's going to be a Christmas, one of my Christmas oh. presents for me. <laughs> so I've got that to look forward to. Oh, nice one, Susan. Well, yeah. I hope you enjoy it. It's a lot of okay. silly nonsense, and you've helped out the Samaritan, so thank you. Yes, thank you. Brilliant. All right, Susan, thank okay. you. Bye-bye. Bye, um, Penny for the Lennon. <laughs> oh, 03444991000. Rock stars with two careers. Jimmy has suggested Ozzy Osbourne. I'll give you that. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, well... Okay. But you right. meant like two phases of their musical career, right? No, I meant two careers. Okay. So, I mean, he has, you could, right, it's Black Sabbath. I suppose you could kind of include his solo career, but it's more and Black the Sabbath TV. and the Osbournes, yeah. yeah. Um, David Lee Roth, I'm not giving you that. Stevie Nicks, I'm not giving you that. I'm, I'm not, no, I tell you what, let's, let's, let's refine this. I don't mean they were in a band, then had a solo career. I would say going from Nirvana to the Foo Fighters is different from going from Nirvana to Dave Grohl, uh, solo career. All right, well, how about this one? Yeah. Paul Stanley had Kiss. Yeah. Then he went into musical theatre. No, I'm not giving you that. Why? I just think Because he didn't stay in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm not having any of those. Um, uh, Pete has said, didn't, um, uh, didn't Kurt Cobain kill himself? Don't think so, mate. The evidence is out there that proves you absolutely wrong. But we're not using Google, so I can't actually bring that evidence to the, uh, forefront of my mind. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. You give us a call about anything you want. The late night alternative with Kath and Ian on Talk Radio. Stimulating nightly emissions guaranteed to open your eyes and your mind. Oh, my word. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Phone numbers go to Jackie. Good evening, Jackie. Good evening, all. How are you all tonight? We are all very well. Well, I think we're well. Catherine, are you well? I'm fair to middling. I'm happy. Amy, are you well? I've got a cold, but I'm fine. There we go. We're all, we're, we've all go. got a few, you know, some grumbles. We've got some grumbles, but that's it. Just a few grumbles. Oh, I like that saying, Catherine, fair to middling. <laughs> um, 
Kurt Cobain wasn't murdered. He was, he's committed suicide by gunshot. And your evidence for that is? Because I read about it years ago, because he used to fall in the van with me, my son used to like them, so. How do you, without going into too much detail, because it's grim. Yeah. How, it was a shotgun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. How do you shoot yourself with a shotgun? Well, I don't know how he did it, whether you put it under, yeah, whatever. Put it under your chin or. Yeah, but how do you reach the old trig? You would have to have arms like Mr. Tickle. Mm. Well, that's allegedly then. But that's what, it, that, that's what I read and years ago. But he was. He, he, he fake news. Suicide? Fake news. Oh, there you go. It's fake news. Mm. Fake, fake news. A lot of. <laughs> a lot of. Um, uh, strong evidence that he was. Um, someone was paid to. Someone was paid to murder him. Yeah, great film, great that. film by Nick Brumfield, um, Kurt and Courtney, which I would I would thoroughly recommend to mm, anyone. I went to see a good film tonight, Doctor Sleep. Is it any good? A, a sequel to I, The Shining? Well, yeah, yeah, and I don't normally like Stephen King's film books made into films. I don't particularly N- like neither them, does but he. I, I went I went tonight with my son, and we really enjoyed it. Okay, it was good. Was it scary uh, though? It was a bit gory. <laughs> I, I had my hand behind me, me, me hand in front of my face a few times, but yeah. you know it was. Uh, I can't because gore's one thing, but I can't remember the last time I saw. And if anyone can recommend one, I saw a film that actually scared me. I don't necessarily mean jump scares, but a film. Mm. If that, I can remember the last time it was twenty years ago. It was sixteen years ago because I was doing Rise and someone recommended it, and it was a film called Jeepers Creepers. And the first hour of Jeepers Creepers scared the life out of me. And then you work mm. out what's going on and suddenly I wasn't that scared anymore. Is that, that Michael J. Fox? No. What was that? That's then? the Frighteners. Uh-huh. That's a comedy. Right. Okay. Mm. You want to carry on, Catherine? No. Okay. Just ask him. <laughs> I asked a question and say it was definitely him. There you go. So we know now. Yeah, you know. Yeah. All right. All right, yeah. no, Jackie, nice okay. one. Thank you for that. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, Kirk Cobain was murdered. We're, 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 we're saying that. I think that's... Well, you're saying that. I'm not. Pretty much established as a fact. Is it? Pretty much is not a fact, mate. Yeah, but it's pretty much a fact. Um... There are many unanswered questions. If someone could tell me... Um... A film that would actually scare me. Not necessarily gory, because gore we can all go, ooh, ooh, ooh. Not necessarily, um, jump scares, but a, a film that will scare me. I'd love to know, I, I, 15, 16, 17 years since I've last been scared by a movie. And people go, oh, watch this. You should watch this. It'll really scare you. And you watch it go, it's rubbish, mate. It's rubbish. I want to watch a film on my own, in my house, in the dark, with a candle. Candle burning. Hmm. Midnight, the witching hour, a full moon. It's very specific conditions. Very specific conditions. And I want to be so scared. I sleep on the sofa, I can't even walk upstairs to my bedroom. Because I'm so scared. I want that. Andrew, what are you doing? Andrew says The Exorcist 3 is scary. Oh, come on. Oh, mate, do me a favour. The Exorcist 3? Come on, man. Not a chance. Catherine, what have you brought to this 
beautiful party of a show this evening. By the way, still taking your calls on murdered rock stars. I don't quite understand the phoning of rock stars that have had a second career. But he knows what it's not. Yeah, I know what it's not, but I can't be any uh, closer. Nelly, you're muted and reported to Twitter because I think you're drunk, Nelly. Put the put the booze down, buddy. Um, and anything else you want to phone in about? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, please. All right. Here, here's a story about. Being, and we're not using Google. No Google. Here's a story about being so sure you're right until it's quite obvious you're not. Okay. Yeah. Owner Sophie Johnson posted on Facebook urging people in Preston Pans, Scotland to keep an eye out for a missing cat, Lentil, along with a lovely picture of her adorable wee scorn. Can I just, sorry, can I interrupt? No. Uh, Away you go. After word got back to Sophie that little Lentil had been spotted at a new housing development looking really Who is Lentil? I wasn't listening. Cat. Missing cat. Oh, okay. She appealed for her friends to head over and have a look as she was unable to get there herself. The couple went out to track down the feline and it didn't take long for them to message Sophie with the news she was desperate to hear. Capital letters, mate, we've effing got him, alongside a picture of what they thought to be Lentil, sitting contentedly in the passenger seat of their car, ready to be reunited with his owner. A relieved Sophie replied to say she was shaking and couldn't believe it. Unfortunately for everyone involved, the cat Lauren and Charlie had buckled up in their car wasn't lentil at all. Before they could drive away and place the animal into the arms of a human it had never laid eyes on before, a neighbour ran out to tell the couple the cat had been living at the development for a year. Charlie broke the bad news to Sophie saying they were embarrassed having stole the wrong cat. Oh, no. And would continue the search. But the bizarre story, Ian, doesn't end there. Okay, Catherine, continue then. A post then appeared on a local Facebook group saying, Someone just tried to st- steal our Rayleigh ragdoll cat. Luckily to our wonderful neighbours, it was prevented. We are aware of a missing cat who looks a little like ours and we're sorry for the owner's loss, but turning up to someone's home and trying to steal an animal is an appalling and cowardly act. When the post got back to Lauren, she wrote on Twitter, I mean, we didn't run about in effing balaclavas nor get wrestled to the ground while trying to abduct the cat. Some... C-word. Some... C-word. I'm guessing it's a, it, it, it's a four-starer. Wowzers. And before, they've always put an F. Yeah. Some F. When, that's not the right cat, by the way, and I let it oot, and we all laughed. Everyone lock up your cats. We're clearly very dangerous. After all that drama, Lentil is still missing, so please keep a lookout for him if you're in Preston Pans. Fancy that. Catnapping by accident. I, I'm in big trouble. Oh, no. I've got three cats. Yeah. I've got three cats. And today I got a text. uh, Today I got a text. I'd responded to something on Facebook ages ago, I forgot about it. And then today I got a text from a very nice lady who said, uh, I've got three pairs of kittens that are almost ready to be rehomed. Would you be in? Why don't you give me a call and we can chat about it? Uh, so I called her. I, call, I called her up. And said, no, it's silly. I was going to say, no, it's silly. And she told me about these girls and boys. And so I said, well, I'll come and have a look. I'll come and have a look at these cats. What could possibly go wrong with going and looking these things in the eye? Went and had a look. I went to a very nice cat fosterer's house. 
and I went, had a look, and she said, got some bad news. One of the pairs has already been claimed. I went, okay. And so I went in thinking, I'm going to be so strong here. And I met this boy and this girl who were about ten weeks old. And they said to me, please, can we come and live with you? Please. They were. Here's the thing, Catherine. Their mother, while she was pregnant, was left in a box, sealed up in a box outside of vets. Mm -hmm. She gave birth to seven cats, kittens, baby cats, kittens. And um, she stopped feeding them all after three weeks. The other five didn't make it. These no. Are the only two. You didn't tell me that. I think I've thought that right. These are the two made it. But they had to, the lady who I met had to feed them with a bottle. And they've had cat flu. And they're smaller than they're supposed to be. They've got massive and ears. They, they got huge ears. And they said, please, please love us. Please love us, mister. Will you be our daddy? Please, please love us, mister. And I said, Young man, young lady, I can't. I can't. Why not, mister? I said, because I've got two stroppy girls, just over a year, and I've got a very old lady. We won't be any bother, mister. We promise. We've got big ears. Oh. And I went, if you're still available tomorrow, you can come and live with me. Oh! So, I might be getting another pair of cats. Someone else is going to go and have a look. And I said to the woman, look, these are the two I really like. Someone else comes in. Someone had kind of booked in for, before me. And I said, if they're still here tomorrow, I would love to have these girls, this boy and this girl. I've never, I haven't had a boy cat for years. Boy and this girl would, um, would, I would love to, to come and live with me. Five cats. That is crossing a line. That is proper yeah. mad cat man whose house thinks of shit and uh it's not the cat anyway i've been woken up at four in the morning by a foul smelling turd in the cat litter tray okay you tell yourself it's that um i just think amy might as well get the old lot now <laughs> don't, don't tempt me, so I might get some more cats. Um, uh, pop stars have had two careers. Yeah. Shane Ritchie has just uh, suggested David Van Day. From well, international and also Shane himself, as we know. Shane himself, international pop star to hot dog vendor. Here's the thing, David Van Day has blocked me on Twitter. Can't handle the truth, can he? Well, I, I, I called him out for um, stealing Buck, Buck's Fizz from, <laughs> from Buck's Fizz. I'm surprised he didn't like <laughs> he that. He didn't like it. And he he, uh, he popped me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, man, alive. Um, if you've been blocked by anybody famous on Twitter, please do let me know. Generally, I think most people deserve it. I've blocked so many people. I think most people deserve it because they go oh it's just a little bit of bants and you look into it and they've called them a C or said that their music is, is rubbish or you know I, I, I get it mm. I get it people don't need that in their timeline but if you've ever been blocked by a, by a celebrity 03444991000 is the uh, telephone number and we can find out spot. just why you're so objectionable uh, so we've got rock stars that have been murdered uh, we've got uh, pop stars that have had two careers uh, what have we been we've done an hour and a half I have no idea. Well, let's let's have a little think during this. Ah, here we go. Whoever this trailer is for, one of our colleagues here, um, then 
I'm going to marry them. That's going to be my next wife or my husband. Okay, going to be my second wife or my first husband. Okay, no idea who it is. Should we find out who I'm going to marry I next? I can't wait. Let's have a listen. Jacked up jive talk for janitors, jazz cats, and gin-soaked boys and girls. Is that <laughs> If you're awake, you're a welcome. I've got five cactus needles stuck in my. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I have an election erection. I'm marrying the the GE, the general election. And in 24 hours and 30 minutes, we won't be able to talk about it. Thank God. Me and Kath are having, um, because we've only just started in broadcasting uh, three weeks ago, we're having a chat with one of the management tomorrow about the rules of broadcasting during a, a general election. Because I've, I think I've only been broadcasting during... Four or five of them. So it will be good to be told the rules at last. But, um, yeah, so we're having a little chat about what we can say and what we can't say tomorrow. Get Kath being all diplomatic here. Yeah, I see why they've got to do it. But yeah, because yeah, they're in trouble for. No, 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 no. Oh, they're not in trouble for that. Mm. Okay, Ixnay on, on the Ubbles uh, yes. tray. Ubbles <laughs> tray. I told you, we were watching a film the other day, I can't think what it was, but there was some backslang in it, and about ten, second after, ten seconds after they'd said it, my eldest turned to me and told me what they'd said in backslang. I was so proud. We learned that in, I taught them that in Rome, in this lovely Italian restaurant, and I've sat there teaching them backslang, and it blew their mind, and we, we can do it fairly quickly, I can't remember what film it was, but we can do it fairly quickly now, and we can have these private little conversations and there's that lovely moment you say something and they sit there and think and they go ah right and they think what they're going to say and then they say and it's it's incredible having a little secret language with your kids mm -hmm. wonderful um what should we do next we've got plenty to talk about phones are, are dead which is fine absolutely fine i did have something i was gonna talk about i can't think what it was what should we do what should we do what should we what, what were you thinking of talking about? Was it important? I can't remember. I then went off on the cat tangent. tangent. It was something before... It was something when you said, can I interrupt? And I said no. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People were recommending horror films that were rubbish. Right, okay. Um, so, looking for a film that will genuinely scare me. Not necessarily horror films. Um, right, this guy. Um, where is it? Right, okay, Maiden Blue says, watch Hereditary. I watched it, it's not scary. Actually, I found it a little bit dull. Did you? Yeah, I did. So, that's not scary. And this is the problem, right, is you ask people, not everyone is as tough as me, and you ask people to recommend scary film. Uh, Hereditary, I thought was interesting, but it got a little bit boring. Um, Exorcist 3, Maniac with Elijah Wood, um, The Uninvited... An old black and white proper ghost story. It'll be rubber. If it's in black and white, it won't be scary. With respect, I'm not one of those that. To the knocks, olden days. Yeah, I'm not knocking black and white films, right? I like black. I love black and white films. I love them. I love them. But a black and white film could not scare me. C'est impossible. Have you seen Night of the Demon? Yes, yeah, I saw it in the cinema. Mm -hmm. It's a great film. Uh, Robert Mitchum, yeah. No. 
That's Night of the Hunter. Night of the Hunter is an amazing Saw that film. that the cinema. That scared me. Not scary. Creepy, and it's great, and it's, it's uh, if you've not seen... Uh, rolling. The, yeah, and rolling. when he's, he's walking, he's either walking up or down, I think he's down the stairs into the cellar, and you just see the shadow of his claws. <laughs> it's a great film. Great film. But it's not scary. Black and white film cannot be scary, because you go... You're, you're one step further removed. When you watch a colour film... You, you can sort of immerse yourself, but a black and white film, you're one step further removed because it's black and white. Did you ever see Salem's Lot? I did see Salem's Lot and it killed me. It, it's killed me. It scared me as a kid. The bit yeah. where the kid comes up against the window. It scared me as a kid. Uh -huh. Terrible now. Really cheap. Yeah. Here's the thing. TV movie. The beauty of those horror films was the bits you didn't see. When they actually gave you a flash of what you were supposed to be scared of, you went, oh, right, I see. You know, as a modern... Yeah young person you, it, it wasn't convincing becky yet. says scariest movies i watched are 28 days later and 28 weeks later not scary good films great films great romps not not scary in the slightest by the way that story about stealing the cat is dedicated to roger who is as we know a cat thief yeah here we go what andrew is obsessed watch exorcist 3 and if you're not genuinely scared i will give you i will give a tenner to the charity of your choice no Give the tenor to me for wasting two hours of my, of my life. Don't give, well, I hate all this. If you do that, you, I'll give you, I'll give a tenor to charity. No. Give, give the tenor to me. You're okay. wasting, that's my time you're wasting. Just give the money to charity. Cut out the middleman. Let me see, um, IMDB, Exorcist 3. I bet it gets 5.7. It sounds like a 5.7 to me. Exorcist 3, um, 1990, 6.4. <sighs> Good luck, mate. Good luck. Um, any other scary films? Um, uh, talk radio gets so strange at night and I bloody love it. Talk radio, also I expect half of your listeners are blocked by... The incompetent James O'Brien at Inley. No, 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 Jay, no, 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 no. James and I are friends. So if you're listening, thinking I'm gonna slag him off like some of the other presenters here do, no, he's a mate of mine. And I think his show is brilliant. So, um, stick that up, you jacksy. Um, Oh, I, Roger says, I'm blocked by the current Home Secretary and Kay Burley. I was rude to both. Okay, I'm blocked by Kay Burley and I don't know why. Didn't you retweet that thing that, you remember Scott Balcony said he was the Mayor of Uxbridge? Yeah. Were you not involved in that in some way? I retweeted, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, did I? I think you might have. Oh, in that case, taken a certain amount of delight in that, yeah. Okay, guys, if you want to nip off and make a cup of tea, now's a great time. It's Chris. Good evening, Chris. Evening, guys. How are you? I'm fine. Did you go to the hospital the other day? I did, yes. Been thinking about your balls all weekend. So have I. I wasn't going to mention. Don't mention my medical conditions live on air please okay chris come on mate you talked about it a couple of times it's not as if i'm outing you as going to the hospital to have your balls checked <laughs> well apparently if it was anything seriously wrong they would have contacted me the following day okay so apparently so you're fine said to me, well yeah that's, a, re the results until that's a relief isn't it well i'll have to wait for the results to see what but 
no, yeah, it can't be anything seriously Brilliant. wrong. Brilliant. Well done. So, <laughs> are you glad you went? Yes, and I'm glad I had the patience to stay there this time. There you go. You see, perfect. Well, I get why it's nervous to get your testicles checked. Of course, of course, it's uncomfortable and it's strange and it's weird. But it, uh, was it that bad? No. Perfect. I've had, uh, certainly had worse then. Christ. <laughs> Tough guy, don't huh? Don't ask. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't want to know. Um, well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you went, Chris, and I'm glad that it looks like it's nothing serious. That's really, really um, good news. And there'll be a lot of listeners who'll be pleased to hear that. I, um, scary films. Yeah. So, d did you not want out to celebrate? Oh, Stop being rude. Well, did, I'm just wondering, did you? No, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be firing on all cylinders. <laughs> He'd have to d scrape the walls down. Oh my God, really? <laughs> I'm sorry about him, Chris. He's a ridiculous person. She so didn't do that then. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm <laughs> not saying no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 because I can't see people coming towards me, I, I, I try to tell them, right, tell me what you're doing, please. Yeah. I'm a nosy git, I know I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the same with the dentist, but it's the other way around, isn't it? <laughs> it's the other end, yes. And I, you don't, you, and don't, I, want, you I, don't want a dentist taking a drill to your testicles. <laughs> I, I almost jump off, off the treatment table, and I, I say, please tell me when you're coming towards me. Yes. And, and they, and I'm sure the nurse said, please tell me if you're going to be coming. Oh, come on. No, oh, it's no need of it. There's no need of it. <laughs> so your I... balls are good, I'm glad. Yes, and, um... Harrison says, I'm blocked by Andre Walker for informing him that the killing of Cecil the Lion was in fact not funny. Big fan of trophy hunting is our, uh, our Andre. He's such a nice guy. <laughs> no, that's <a> terrible. <laughs> uh, dear. Chris, what have you got for us tonight now that you're all, um, fine and dandy down below? It's hanging beautifully. Well, I, I was going to say, um, scary film when I was a kid was Alfred. It, Alfred? I know, sorry. A fridge? I know. <laughs> I've had a couple of teeth out, actually. So I thought you were, I was going to ask if, you, if your, your teeth went in. You said, do you not think, Catherine, he sounds very different? There's kind of a wobbliness that wasn't there the other day. Mm. Which ones have mm. you had out? Um, two on my top left. Yeah. And one on my top right and okay. bottom right. Okay. Gosh. I even said to the dentist, I said to her, everybody's called Claire, don't you? And I said, why is everybody called Claire? <laughs> and I said, okay. I'm sure I'm talking, like, with a slight lisp. <laughs> lisp. Yes. Yes. Okay, so go <laughs> on, what have you got well, for us tonight, Chris? Right, uh, I was going to say, right, The Birds, that's what used to frighten me. Terrible film. That movie. Terrible. Well, it used to frighten me. It's about a stalker. Is it? Yeah, woman, woman me if, I, if I remember it correctly, woman meets a guy in a shop, becomes obsessed with him, finds out where, finds out he lives in a I, tiny seaside town, moves I, there, and rents a room off of his ex-girlfriend or something. Oh, bloody hell. It's not, it's not based on me, is it? I live right, uh, close to a seaside town. <laughs> 
have you been attacked by birds? I don't talk anybody, Alavino. Okay, all right. Well, then it's then it's obviously not based on it's obviously not based on you. Excuse me. I, I, I like that um, story you're saying about um, the duck and apples and um, the what? Come. Hey, what's your language? Duck and apples. Hey, what's your language? <laughs> I put my teeth in now. Apparently, is a good um, dentist in uh, up your way, London way. Okay, Ooh. that's great. Thanks. We, we don't really want dentist recommendations, but thank you so much. <laughs> I mean, um, everyone's recommending terrible, terrible films, such as. Um, um, Anthony says Train to Busan, which is a Korean film that's not scary. Did you watched that earlier this year? Yeah, I watched it. It's not that good. Um, Kim says The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, not scary. Single White Female, not scary. Blair Witch Project, awful. Awful. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is the Late Night Alternative Weeknights from Ten on Talk Radio. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and nosferatos. <laughs> All right, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. You, you lot are suggesting the worst films to scare me. Um, Nick says, try The Conjuring. I've tried it. It's rubbish. Also, the first couple of paranormal activity films are decent. No, they weren't. Andrew says, okay, which films do you consider scary? None. That's the point I'm making. I've not been scared for about 17 years. And if I were to watch those films now, they wouldn't scare me. Wouldn't scare me. That was my leg. Of course it was. I can recreate that. That's my leg. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Let's go to Jeffrey. Get big up yourself, Jeff. Oh hello, big up yourselves, ladies and gents. There we go, Gita. What have you got for us tonight, sir? Well, well, Gita. No, um, actually, uh, I probably feel a lot calmer than the last time I spoke to you due to having a some kind of strange seizure in the street. Oh. It's unfortunate because it would have been better had I been in bed. But actually. It's about a week ago, and I feel like, oh, it's like it must have, like, wiped out a load of excess energy. So, actually... You were having a bit of a manic period, for those who missed it. I was, it I was, before. yeah, but yeah. then, uh, but then it got to the point of stress and just, uh, just, yeah, it's just, like, huge epileptic, whatever that is. So, where are you now on the oh, scale? I'm like, I think I've gone past the absolute mania, but I'm certainly not depressed. I'm not at the point where I'm sort of interested in the world, but sort of still able to look away from it, you know. Yeah. It's getting easier not to be distracted by every single thing. Okay. But then if you've been indoors for about three years, like, I'm fairly bored. <laughs> yeah. But even you pretended not, but, you know. But anyway, look, it's not what I found to tell you, right? Scary Hang film. Hang on. Oh, go on then, go on. What? So you've been indoors for three years? Well, yeah, but look, I've been out for a couple of months. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. I mean, look, like, I've been as far as like, the local shop. Right, okay. It's been about three years, so no, not, but that, at times that might be once a week, and it's pretty begrudging at yeah, that, you yeah, know, yeah. and not, you know, it's like, oh God, if I go now, like, you know, it's no one, it's just like, I don't, you know, when I'm like that, I don't want to deal with people, and I think the majority of so people seem to just see that and just, like, leave me alone for okay. how long that is, right so, or wrong, it's, you know, okay. it probably suits me anyway. All right, but, what, what are you calling for tonight, Jeffrey? Oh, well, look. Quick one, scary film. You keep saying, and I reckon the older films are a little bit more scary. So I thought it was a suggestion because it scares the whatever out of me is Gaslight. But that's quite old. That's like 1944. So Black and white film isn't going to do it. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. It's a psychological sicko film. It's not. There's no gore. There's no. Yeah. And, you know. It's oh, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. No, I don't I get scared like, by the gore. No, it's no. It's not really. It's, it's just. Yeah, it's like you know effects. It's just to make it look good. Yeah. No, it's more like it's just very, very disturbing. And if you've ever, I think you deal with people like this on the phone. You must obviously. Well, when you see it, if you ever do, yeah. Anyway, I think that's scary because it's. It's so real, sort of thing. That's where the phrase gaslighting, gas lamp, gaslighting yes, comes from. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what, yes, I know. And I was told to watch this film by a, a wise old lady, well, not old, but, you know, wiser than me, and, uh, yeah. oh, a while back now, and I watched her, and I went, oh, I see. Oh, I see. Look, here's my nice spin story. It was just a, a pure fluky, right? Because <coughs> it'll be now. Fluky. Oh, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. What? Let's just savour the word fluky for a little oh, bit. Isn't it nice? I've no, not no, said fluky. Like I've said fluke. Back. I've not said fluky for yeah. ages. Fluky. Well, sometimes like to get the right kind of luck. You know, you yeah. got to do a bit of the old Dr. Hitch, isn't it? You need to be a bit fluky. Go on, so you what are you fluky yeah, about yeah, then? Right. You know, I've had a good day, but you know, not silly good, just like, oh, you know, like art gallery and a little bit of work and just okay. a cheap lunch. So that's kind of nice, you know, and chance for a couple of old diggers. But anyway. Yes. Uh, yes, yeah, so this body, this is actually the thing I was trying to phone, right? So I find myself in, well, um, well, you'll know it, well, you both do, but Catherine will know it better, the Northern Quarter in Manchester. Mm -hmm. So where you played Affleck's Palace. Yeah. That's the Northern Quarter, okay. right? All that, you know, all them funky bars. Yeah. And yeah, all that nice vibe, and I love it up there. So I'm often up there, and, um, but like sometimes I'm standing sort of, I'm sort of on the front of somewhere having a ciggy and I've got this, you know, delightful cocktail or whatever and, and then I see people, there's quite a lot of people also in the area obviously like, you know, really, if not homeless, certainly very street, you know. Yes. There's a lot of, there's, not, there's a lot of nice interaction between like the doorman and that sort of thing. It's not like, there's no sort of, doesn't seem to be much looking down. It's just, I don't know, they're just in the, you know, different places basically. But anyway, I felt a bit, I don't know what the word is, but I felt a bit rough because I'm standing there with this, Silly drink, you know, yeah. fruit, fruit and umbrellas everywhere, and you know, feeling a bit lardy da, which is, you know, because I'm treating myself. <laughs> a bit lardy da, yes. Yeah, but it's rare for me, you know, so you know, a lot of people probably in there every night, but literally, this is like, you know, it's rare. So, um, not so much now, but anyway, right, so they're there, and I was like, Frank, I really haven't got any money, I, like, I shouldn't have even bought these drinks, but go on. we've got loads of. Things. So, you've got, you're all right, go on, so what happened? Well, so I just, I had like backy and it's like cheap backy. I just, you know, some bloke gets off a plane. Run okay, up. go on. Well, yeah, so I I'm going to keep up, nudging you towards the conclusion of this I story. Well, it wasn't me who wants to talk about all the other stuff, but so I said... No, but you'll, you'll, go on, go on, go on. I it over and I said, look, if you want to just like, take some, and you, the, the bloke's like, no, that's all right. I said, no, no, I'm saying, you know, um, and I said, look, there must be a few of you in there, just like take some, and, you know, because it just felt like... It's not, you really say the top two, like, pounds worth of back if I'm, yes. if I'm unfortunate, right? So, you know, he goes off and he comes back and he's like, all right. And it's not till today, right? I take that back here out of my bag because I literally, I usually smoke ciggies or, or oh, whatever. Yes. And what? Yeah. yeah. Right, well, they've put in, right, these, these homeless guys who, like, live their really hard life. They put a 50p piece in. Hey. Yeah, not only that, but it's a bit like I have to, like, get the backy off it and everything because it's been in there, right? Clear it off, but it's only a Paddington Bear down in London. Huh? You know, you know they do all these different ones all the time. And I just thought, oh, oh well, there you I'm go. never going to spend That's that. That's a nice day. thing. That's a nice thing, Jeffrey. That's a lovely story. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Now people are suggesting the Babadook. That was rough. I thought the Babadook was awful. I know my friend Scott Balcony um, literally. This is not a lie. Wet his pants and cried. Yeah 
grown man, didn't, I didn't like, like completely pee himself, but uh, uh, he soiled himself slightly and he cried when he watched the Babadook. And if you, if you're on the phone to him and you mention the Babadook, he hangs up. Yeah, he can't, he can't discuss it. Yeah. So, but, th- but I thought it was rubbish. So it was absolute rubbish. Um, uh, bonjour, uh, le, le, ce, ce soir, le quartier est, uh, uh, avec, uh, le, uh, fil, uh, le, um, movie, uh, pour la, no. um, uh, oh. pants. <laughs> non. Dans la, dans le français? Oh. Uh, Belgique? <laughs> Oui, je suis en Belgique. En Belgique ah, Oui, oui. Euh, euh, mauvais, mauvais pour euh, la, la frite, la frite, la fritane. Euh, la Avec la... Euh, avec la... Euh, mode, il mode, euh, il mode euh, sur la, 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 la ground, la ghost. Tout à fait. Ouais. Ah oui, 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 tout à fait. Yeah. So, are we done are you in Belgium now, then? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm in my mum's house. Good, oh. because it's November the 4th. We've left Europe. We don't want your sort <laughs> even really listening to this show. This is a British show, and Britain is now closed for business. Do you remember last time um, we called Katia at her home in Belgium? Katia Atta? No, and you were talking about, you were asking her mum about La Chatte. I don't That's know what you're true. talking about. Yes, we remember, don't we, I Katia? Was rude. It was very That's rude. Was rude. I want to. Uh, is your mum still alive? Your mum is still alive, right? My my mum is sleeping. Yeah, right. Well, I, okay, but she's well, she's is she sleeping or dead? <laughs> she's she's sleeping. I'm okay. trying not to. Is she single loud. at the moment? She's. Yes, very much. I so, want to make yeah. love to your mum when she wakes up Maybe. and in a completely consensual way, of course. I want to make okay, love to your mum. I, 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 yes. I want to. I want you to. I want you to call me daddy, <laughs> and I want to make a little brother or sister for you. Bloody hell! Yeah, no, exactly. I sort of want to do very similar to me earlier today about my mum. <laughs> Katya, my Christmas gift to you is. I know that your father no. sadly passed away. My mm-hmm. Christmas gift to you is a new daddy yes. and a new daddy. baby brother or sister. Daddy Ian. Yeah, <laughs> she's got it. Say again. Daddy Ian. Yes, yes, Katia, what would you like? <laughs> oh, Daddy Ian, so many toys and bits and pieces I want, I want. Oh, Barbie, Barbie doll. For Christmas. You're not getting any, Katia, because you know what? Me and your mum hate you. We think you're despicable. We don't want you anywhere near us and our new baby boy, Brian. So get your slinger up. Get out of here. We don't like you, Katia. Your mum hates you. She never wants to speak to you again because she wants to make love to me all the time. Understandable. Absolutely. Anyway, I Understandable. Yes. I want to get to the crux of this uh, let's, get to, let's, let's, let's see what your crux is. <laughs> I, I'm in the dark calling you. This is really weird. Okay. <laughs> you did tell him, eh? So, murdered, murdered uh, rock star. Can we come? We're going to go to the news. Can we come to you after the news? Uh, yes, okay. Well, could you say it okay, with a bit yes. of enthusiasm? You're not a real dad. Enthusiasm. <laughs> Say thank you, Daddy okay, Ian. Okay, Daddy Ian. There we go. Oh, thank God, you. that's so wrong. <laughs> it's not, I guess, uh, I'll, I'll squeeze in one more quick call before the news, then we'll come back to Katya in a bit. Hello, Diana. 
Hello, how are you both? Very, very well. Have you just had a spritz, Catherine? No. I just got a waft of a delicious smell. Is that you? Totally me, yeah. Wow, but it's taking two hours. I'm just emitting hours. this stuff. It's well, just my natural... Horny pheromones. <laughs> Good evening, Diana. What can we do for you, please? I think it's a, there's a really spooky vibe tonight on your show. Very spooky vibe and, tonight. Um, I've often thought that the music business was a very, very dark place. Yep. It's a very dark place. Drugs and black magic are plenty. Um, three of the um, bands who instantly spring to mind for me would be Led Zeppelin. Yeah. They were so into black magic, did black the magic. The Rolling Stones and the Beach Boys. Yeah. Well, well, the Beach Boys didn't do black magic, but there was, of course, the well, old yes. uh, Charlie Manson yeah. connection. Got very dark for a bit. But the whole, um, the whole music industry, isn't there a, th there is a theory... The, the whole, and there are clues to this, and again, I can't Google it, but I've read a book. I started to read a book. That the whole, read part of a book. The whole of the rap industry, there are like three or four figures at the top of the rap industry. Yeah. No names, no pack drill. That are into black magic, cocaine, and pedophilia. Wow. And that... To become a success in the rap industry, you have to do what these horrible, evil puppet masters say. Didn't even, didn't Kanye come out and talk about it? Kanye has said a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not very keen on him. Oh, well, I don't really know either way. I'm sure Kanye or someone like, someone like that, a rap star, came out and said this stuff I can't tell you about what's going on in what you've got to do to make it in the rap industry. And it was hinting at that. Gosh. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Don't libel anybody. Uh, anything else, Diana? Yeah, I always thought that, um, I've got three, um, dead rock stars, but I always thought that, um, Mel Evans from the Beatles. Yeah. There's something odd about his death. Uh, and also, uh, yeah. that guy that disappeared from the Manic Street Preachers. Um, yeah, and I tend to think that it was just someone history. took their own life. Well, yeah, of course we, yeah, well... That's what I think. I don't think he disappeared. I think, well, I think he, he, um, he did There's a lot of reggae, I love reggae, there's a lot of reggae singers have been shot dead and it's probably to do with drugs. Oh, um, Peter uh, Tosh. Pete Tosh, Pete Tosh was shot dead, wasn't he, yeah? King Tubby. King Tubby. King Tubby, okay, what a name! Of course, Bobby Fuller, and of course, uh, Sid Vicious, who's, I honestly think his mother gave him a... I thought he killed himself. Anyway, Diana, exactly. thank you for that. That's an excellent, excellent list. Katia, stay there. We've got Steve. We've got Roger. We got. We might have you. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Other shows are slowing down. We're just waking up. song on the Samba de Amigo game for the Dreamcast. Yeah, the one with the maracas, yeah? Oh, yeah. Maracas game. Maracas game on the Dreamcast. Imagine. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We are the late night alternative. I stole some strawberries in the jungle. Catherine Boyle. Didn't. Mm. I wouldn't. I might. <laughs> um, we're here every weeknight from ten o'clock. We are generally, when we can... A politics-free zone. We might do a little bit here, a little bit there. We're generally, though, a politics-free zone. Certainly a Brexit-free zone, whenever we can. Sometimes we, uh, we just want to come on and have a laugh. Saying having a laugh, though, um, oh, 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 you might not have seen the clip. Um, you might not have seen a clip that I retweeted because I think you've muted me. Um, so I, I, let me see if I can find this. This is this is a great clip from um, an American news. Oh, yes. All right. So this is an American news um, thing where it's talking about dogs of the military on Fox News, right? So it's a live thing, and you've got in the studio, you've got a, you know smooth uh, kind of Fox News host, slick back hair, early mid forties, suit and tie, and on the split screen somewhere else, another studio, you've got. Um, uh, ex-military guy with a German Shepherd dog, and he's obviously done a nice piece talking about dogs of the military. Listen very carefully. And he can't wait. So thank you and thank Nero for your service. I appreciate it. Absolutely. If, if I could, could I throw a PSA out real quick? Real quick. Uh, just the the remarkable nature of these dogs and, and them being highlighted in the news creates a, a huge demand by people that, that frankly shouldn't have them. If uh, if you see the the coverage and you decide I want one of these dogs, either buy a finished trained, uh, you know, fully trained and, and finished dog from a professional, uh, or just just don't get one at all. That um, and Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> the scream is the person watching it at home, but it's such a glory. I mean, uh, or just just don't get one at all. That um, and Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> okay, thank you for that commentary. All right, Mike. Oh, that is great. More of that stuff on live TV. More of that. Take your moment. A little bit of danger. Mm -hmm. uh, Amy, could we call Naomi back, please? Because she had, I think the line wasn't great, and so she had to drop off. Um, unfortunately, Katia's still there. I did say we'd go back to her. She just, the point was going on a bit, and uh -huh. we voted, we voted leave. <laughs> leave means leave. Brexit is Brexit. Although you did make a move on her mum. Uh, her mum is mm. a hot Belgique. Hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. Chaud. Uh, chaud. No, not chaud. Chaud in... Although um, chaud means well, something no, else as well. But chaud in Hindi <laughs> yes, means to have intercourse. Yes. A chode Ooh. is a tiny penis that grows. Not really. Oh, it's a tiny that. penis. And chode means hot. Chode. Chode. Well, it's female, but, but although hot 
Show in in if you say that in French means more horny, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, it's got that connotation yeah. rather than attractive, as we would say hotness in this country. Okay. Okay. So, just so you know. Okay. When you meet your future wife, be careful. Okay, fine. Hang on, hang on one second. I just want uh, to um, just just hang on. Je veux baiser ta mère. <gasps> Don't what? say that. What? That's terrible. What? So I've, what have I typed in? I want to say hello to your mum. Is what I've tried to I get it to say. You've said I'd like to f your mother. No. Yeah, because be yeah. because baiser. Right. Okay. You, a lot of people use it thinking that What's it's that it's. A lot of people use it thinking it's kiss, but it's not. Oh, I thought. Okay. Well, I apologise. Okay. Let me try this. Je veux épouser ta belle-mère âgée. Oh, okay. Is that better? Je veux épouser yeah. ta belle-mère âgée. <laughs> drunk. Yeah, Je okay. veux épouser ta belle-mère âgée. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Can I talk about the uh, thingy I rang about, please? Yeah. Hang on a second. First of all, doesn't, bel doesn't belle-mère mean stepmother? Yes, stepmother. Yeah. I don't know why you're beautiful. Can, well, can, 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 can I? Can, no, I was trying to say aged mother. Okay. Can I? Hang okay. on a second, please, Katia. Please, Katia. It's my show and it's my country. <laughs> Let's try this. Ta mère et moi, elles ont chassé de la maison. Oh, huh? your Ta mother and I. Ta mère et moi, elles ont chassé de la maison. Ta mère et moi, nous allons te chasser de la maison. We're chasing the Amazon. Mm -hmm. Which one? We're going to chase you out of the house, apparently. In the England, in, in the in the all the Albion. There we go. Here's one. Je vais t'écrire de ta mère. Je vais t'écrire de ta mère. Je vais t'écrire de ta mère. Okay. I will write I'm you out of your mother's me. will. Yes. Okay. Stop it. What is the point Stop. that you want to make, Katia? I'm indulging I your nonsense. I want to say. Pantera's guitar player was murdered 15 years ago now, so that's that, yes. That's that? And uh, the yes. police question you? Okay, that was terrible. No, listen, because at the time he was playing in a damage plan, and this <laughs> lunatic... Damage plan? Uh, yeah, well, don't laugh. Oh. <laughs> so this, yeah, so this lunatic who uh, wanted to become a tattoo artist yeah. was kind of rebuffed or something like that yeah. because he wanted to buy some special material and someone told him, look, you're never going to be an artist. And he became really frustrated. Yeah. He uh, took his automatic gun <gasps> and he went to this gig. No. And shot. Yes. During the uh, gig? So, yeah, during the gig. So, so a dime bag died, but... Uh, the terrible oh, Dimebag Daryl. The Daryl, yes, he died. Dimebag Daryl. And, and imagine he died in front of his brother who was playing in Damage Plan at the time. So hang on, was Dimebag Daryl on stage? Yes. And so he was in the band and his brother was in the band? Yes. That's the, that's the <laughs> most horrific story I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. <laughs> And did, what happened? So, did so, everyone then jump on the ta the failed tattoo artist and beat the crap out of him? No, well, don't, don't, uh, he was shot by the police later on. Okay, wow. Gosh, horrific. Uh, well, and also, the, 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 awful for, for Dimebag Daryl, awful for um, Nickel, Nickelbag Nick, but, but uh, yeah. also terrible for, imagine being in the audience and seeing that. Yeah, I and I bet for a few seconds you think, well, this is a great show. 
oh my god, that's real. There'd be a second when you'd think, well, this is great, bit of theatrics. How? <laughs> I'm not saying it is a joke. You would, wouldn't you? And then you, it yeah. would sink in, oh shit, this is re someone's actually been shot. Dimebag's down. Uh, exactly. No, it was a terrible line. Yeah, that's really. horrendous. I can't imagine that. So, I'm so, yeah. surprised yeah. that more, it doesn't happen more that mm. people are shot on stage. That's true, actually. I'm surprised yeah, it doesn't true. happen more. Although, you know, security is so much at, more at now. the big shows. Yeah. At the big shows. Oh. At the very big, you know, at the O2, you, you, you scared, but you get, you get a small club of 500 people, they're not going to have a metal God. detector. Oh. And also in the 70s and 80s, they didn't have that kind of thing going on. I remember, oh. um, the, 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 the bit like Beatles last tour of the States, they were getting lots of death threats from the, the Ku Klux Klan and, and, um, white supremacists and things. Yeah, because they were uh, refusing to play for segregated crowds. There was a, sh there was a, sh well, it was partly that. It was also it was, it was the bigger than Jesus thing. Yeah. was the main thing, and um, uh, they would joke about walking out before walking out stage. This could be the one where one of us dies, and they were doing a show, you know, in the, in the south, and some firecrackers went off, and they all ducked, you know. And it, 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 you just think, actually, I'm, I'm particularly in America. I mean, obviously, we have that horrific Las Vegas uh, shooting, mass murder during a country music festival. Mm -hmm. There was there was an artist on stage, I don't remember who it was, but there was an artist on stage when uh, the, the murders uh, started. you got to think... Anyway, that's a bit morbid. I don't, I don't know. Oh, Katia, I think we might have to end okay. the show early now. You've killed the vibe. <laughs> Sorry. You've done a Chris Sorry. and uh, Sorry. You've, you've, you've just <laughs> sucked the vibe out of... You've done a Paul in soap poges and uh, the vibe <laughs> is no more. Oh, oh, I can say something else. What can you say? Oh, uh, rock stars that changed job after being rock stars? Yes. Yes. Okay, this guy, so Jim Martin, he was the guitar player in Face No More. You know, remember the guy with the big glasses, big red glasses? No, of course so, we don't remember the guy with the big red glasses in Face No More. Smile. I remember the guy with the beard. Okay. Was that Faith Hill? Um, uh, was Faith Hill a band? Yeah. No, Faith Hill is uh -huh. a woman. I'm thinking of Cypress Hill. Yes. All right, all right, uh, I've got a game, I've got a game, I've got a game, I've got a game. Lauren Hill. We have got to see how many stages we can get to, to different bands using the thing. So, we started with, so I'll start, Faith No More, Catherine. Faithless. What? But that doesn't really, you, you've now shut her down. What? You've shut her down, <laughs> where's she going to go with Faithless? Do Faith, do Faith Hill. Faith Hill. All right, you'll go, Katia. So I have to say Hill something. Or Faith something. What? Oh, okay. Um, it's finished, is it? Faith. Sorry? <laughs> Sorry? No. This is a really simple game. I'll start again. I'll start again. Faith no more. Faith Hill. Faith. Doesn't have to be Faith. It could be Hill. Cypress Hill. 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 Uh, Hill Hill. This is such an easy game. Uh, top of the hill. It's got to be a band. It can't just be a <laughs> word. A thing. Cypress Hill. Say Cypress Hill. Oh, me. Oh, Cypress Hill. Oh, me. <laughs> Bless you. Cypress Hill. Okay. Um, Lauren Hill. Mm -hmm. Um, Hillary Duff. No, I'm not having that. Why? Because <laughs> Hill and Hillary. <laughs> no, stop. There's got to be loads of Laurens in pop. Uh, what? Uh, why? You can't have... Like, all right, Hillary Duff. Please be quiet. 
You can have Duff Hillary. McKagan. Sorry? Duff McKagan. All right. Duffy. Mm-hmm. You can't come back from a Duffy. Yes, I can. Stephen Tintin Duffy. Oh, yes, the game is open. You got Stephen, you got Tintin, you got Duffy, Katya. There's got to be something in there. Tintin, Tintin and Milu. No, they're not pop stars. Why don't you <laughs> think of a famous pop star Stephen? Stephen Tyler. Okay. Um, uh, Tyler Hansen. Okay. I think his name might be Taylor, actually. So yeah, let me go back. Uh, Tyler, um, uh, what did you say? Who did you say? Steve Tyler. Steve yeah. Tyler. Okay. Um, let me, let me think of a st- uh, Steve. Okay, hang on. Steve. Stevie Nicks. Okay. Stephen Patrick Morrissey. Here we go. We're just going to name Stevens now. No, you got a Patrick there. You got a... She'll just name Stevens because she's annoying. You could, you could go on to just naming racists after that one. I've just. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that game was a great game, and I, actually, I think you two. Finished. Yeah, I think you two ruined it. You two killed that great game. Oh. Um, so we'll probably end it there, Katia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye bye. Um, bye. Can you tell your mum to give it, tell your mum to tell your mum to WhatsApp me? Yeah. Yeah, will do. All right. But <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hang hang up. Call me hang call up. me by my proper name. Uh, Okay, I'm trying to hang up. Call me by my proper Ian. name. No. Daddy Ian. Thank you very much indeed. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. To them, so I know the vibe now. Okay. I've done loads of them just talking about voiceover work. So I know the vibe. Interesting. You know, but you were doing... Uh, anyway, let's go to Steve. Good evening, Steve. Evening. You hear me? Yeah. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry. That's all right. Uh, what you got yeah, for Steve? Uh, Rockstar with new jobs. Yeah, go on. Uh, Brian Cox, he was in Deep Oh, well played, Steve. Well played, but he's got it. He's got it. Of course. There's another one, of course, isn't there? Go on. Uh, Reverend Richard... Coles. Coles. Yeah, yeah, similar kind of thing, you know, gone from, well, similar, but also the opposite. Went from a keyboard, you know, playing role in a synth band to being, God, talking about God, being a priest. And your fella, Cox, of course, has gone the other end of the extreme, or maybe it's the same thing, being a physicist. That's a great one. That's an amazing, um turnaround for careers. D-Ream, of course, the big hit was Things Can Only Get Better. Now, we're not allowed... Cox spend all his time telling us we're doomed? We're not allowed to Google it. We're not allowed to Google this, Steve. So I'm wondering if the three of us can, between us, remember what the follow-up was to Things Can Only Get Better by D-Ream. They had a follow-up. I remember seeing them on the telly. It, of course, went nowhere near as... Do you remember it, Steve? Not allowed to Google it no. tonight. No Google. No, I can't. No, I can I remember them being on, like, a Saturday morning kids show playing it, and yeah. it just yeah. being, you know, things can only get better as triumphant. What a chorus. What a chorus. And the next one no, was a little bit ploddy. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't play um, it. I remember all. the lead singer was called Peter. Peter Corrin, is it? Yeah, yeah, very short hair and suits, uh, checked suits. Yeah. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you know what the, don't Google it. What the follow up to things can only get better by D Ream. I mean, terrible name for a band, but um, yeah, great turnaround. What a, Anything else, what about Steve? A scary movie. Oh yeah, please. Yeah, no, got, think about uh, this, man. Think about this, because I'm getting people suggesting The Exorcist Three and The Babadook. No, no, no. No. Um, uh, the one that did it for me was Nightmare on Elm Street. 
come on, mate. You're kidding, man. That's a <laughs> comedy, know, isn't no, it? No, well, I know. Go on, tell me. Tell me the idea of, go on. It was the idea of being in your psyche and was it real, was it mm. not real, when the room filled up with blood upside down. I think the first was, one, actually. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, only the first one. Yeah. The rest are all pants. The, the, they they uh, became a joke afterwards. That, that film upset me, the part where she's in the bath and his hand comes up between her legs yeah, and he's got yeah, the yeah, knives on his yeah. hand. That's terrifying. Oh, here's something. Yeah. I may not have actually seen it. I've seen the one that's got a bit in 3D. No, I, no, no. But no, I don't what, think I've seen the first, the first the night, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's totally, uh, yeah, that, that, that did it for me. Okay. All right. But Back in the day. You're a bit, I think that 80s scary movies don't stand up as well as perhaps 70s scary movies do. There was always a, kind of a, a cheapness. Schlocky. Yeah, yeah, there was, there was kind of, there was, there was a thing. I know what you mean, even Lost Boys. Oh, that wasn't scary. That was a comedy, wasn't it? Well, it kind, wasn't of, it? kind of was, but kind of wasn't. It's like they went for the scary and then they backed off a bit and went, we're only joking, we know this I remember, is I remember as a kid, a kid, as a young man, a teenager, being scared by flatliners. Yeah. Flatliners was... Uh, faith. I don't remember it well enough to... I'm not going to repeat what the uh, girl said, oh, the rest of what she said okay. on that train. Steve, excellent suggestions. And that Brian Cox was uh, was an absolute winner. Thank you very much indeed. 0344-499-1000. Keep, keep hanging on if you're hanging on. It's been a busy old night on the phones tonight. Uh, good evening, Naomi. Good evening. Oh, good morning. It's good. I've not been for a sleep, so it's good I've evening. Been up. It's good evening for us both, thank you. Do you know, I've, I've been told now what the follow-up by the, the hive mind have told me. Do you know the follow-up to things can only get better? I don't. You are the best Thanks. thing. No, shut up. You <laughs> are the best thing. Uh, and I, I bet no one listening could sing it. Did it go, you're the best thing I ever knew? Is it that one? Is that how it goes? I don't know. Nelly, <laughs> Nelly, phone up and sing... You're the best thing, please. Um, and, uh, let's hear it. Naomi, what can we do for you on this, um, wonderful Tuesday morning, Monday night, Tuesday morning? Well, I was, I've been listening to the show about tonight, about the scary movies. I always thought I was scared of movies. I sat with my friend, my best friend, who watched all controlling films, um, The Nun, wasn't petrified, so we watched loads of scary movies, not one scared the life out of me. So what, what? I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the benefit of what you're saying. There's because nothing. I, I don't think films scary. can scare me anymore. Do you know the point, scary, of, the point at which I stopped being scared by f scary movies is when up. I was when I realised yeah. ghosts aren't real. You, you'll get you. Uh, you've been scared by films. You're terrible to see a film. Jump with. scares, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's I want, I'm, you know, like uh, I want this. Um, a recent film called Us. It's not scary, but it's one of them films. Yeah. Called what? Us. Oh, oh, ours is, ours is good. It's, it's like, Sorry, us. It, it could happen. Hang well. on, which one's us? The one where they're living underground? Yeah. Oh, shit, well, that could happen? What, the government have made clones of us that manipulate the, up uh, the uh, outside world? It's possible. <laughs> 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 absolutely crazy. Um, I like that. I did prefer, um, the, the first film. Get Out. Get Out, that was, have you seen Get Out? No, I've not seen that. That's incredible. Oh, I'm not saying anything. Go, go and watch Get Out now. You getting up early oh, in the morning, Naomi? Me now. Go, go, right. Turn off the radio. Turn off the lights. I'll watch it now. Light, I'll allow you to light one candle. Not in pitch black. Uh, pitch black. 
okay. a watch. No, I, I think a candle, because a candle flickers mm. and it burns. Ooh, it casts it creates spooky effects and watch Get Out. That's you will be... Well, you may not be scared, but you, you, it's, a, well, it's a really, really good film. Do you know the things that really scared me? Is I've got cats, I went looking for space, like, into nowhere, and then went off, like, mm. big pride. That's what scared me. Yeah, because cats can see ghosts exactly. of I love future it. present and future past. <laughs> and, but, on a good note, I got my tattoo last week. Oh, you were going to... What do you mean? You were supposed to get this months ago. This is the I angel know, wings all over your back. Yeah, the guy, the tattoo... The tattoo dad passed away. The what? So the tattoo the, artist the passed away? Dad. No, he's not passed away. Oh, oh. So it was kind of inconsiderate for me to say, well, can I get my tattoo done? So, the, uh, okay, so how long did it take? Five hours. I've got to go back to get it covered yet. Is your back all scabby? Oh, yeah. It's working and everything. Oh, and has your partner eaten your scabs off your oh, back? Oh, stop it. Uh, that's, what <laughs> that's what love is. That's what love is. That's what love is. not a chimp. That's what... <laughs> <laughs> that's what love is. Hey, Naomi, can I ask? Right. Uh-huh. Your partner comes to you and he says, uh, yeah. oh, I've got a massive zit on my back and I can't reach it. Would you squeeze it for me? Would you yeah. do it? Yes. Would you do it with pleasure? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the best. That's the best thing about being in love. That's the real test of love is will, and would he do the same for you? No, no, it was. <laughs> he wouldn't do it. <laughs> no. Oh, oh no. I it love, I love squeezing the spot on oh. someone's back. Oh, I love it. Like Don't you, Kath? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I it's love not my it. My favourite thing to oh, do. You no, know, it's one of my favourite <laughs> things to do. And then someone doing it to me. Oh, oh and you feel it. It, it hurts a bit, and you go go as hard as you can, and it hurts, and then you feel that pop. It is up there with you know if you get sunburned and you're peeling a bit. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and they help you out with that. That's, that's quite uh, like what peeling the skin off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got I got bitten by a dog um, over the weekend. Oh no. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you sound like a kid saying it. I got bitten by a dog over the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it now hurt. Did it draw it blood? It put it put it put down my arm and everything. Oh, you poor thing. Did, have you it had a tetanus? That gave me up. The dog bite was on my left hand. The tetanus was on my right hand. Oh, it won't work. Oh my goodness! I couldn't. Make it. it was awful. It won't work if you got to do it on the same arm. I wouldn't get it done because I I think I'm going to become an anti-vaxer. Why? Because <laughs> I don't have any e- empirical evidence that vaccines work. I think that vaccines, and this is genuine, I think that vaccines are manufactured by the government and they actually they're implanting a microchip in all of our right, children. Okay. Also, my kids have been injected, so if they are, if vaccines are right, well, they've had them, mine have had them, but from now on I'm going to be an anti-vaxxer. I think the government are monitoring kids. The, the government, they monitor everything, so yeah. it's fine, good yeah. to go. Yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I'm, me and Naomi are down with that. Yeah. yeah. Come and join our. Come and join our gang, Kath. No thanks. I like science. Okay. Thank you very much indeed. Yes. Absolute plum. Thank you, Naomi. I got bitten by a dog when I was a little girl. I still got a big scar on my uh, wrist. About oh, honey pie. Still no Pride of Britain award though. No, 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 no. Uh, we ask. We get, ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome, their last song was number one around the world with their brand new song. It's their second single. It's D-Ream and you are the best thing. You're the best thing. 
You're the best thing. You're the best thing I ever had. It went something like that. Yes. Thank you very much indeed. That was D Raymond. You're the best thing. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Roger. Good evening, Ian and Catherine. Welcome, welcome to the jungle. <laughs> uh, everybody's fallen into your trap. Well, what? At least it's not cats falling into your trap. You cat thief. <laughs> You're gonna have more cats than me at this. Well, I've well, got you, no cats. You haven't got any. I've got three. So already I've got more cats than you, and I might be getting two more. Anyway, I hope not. I'm jealous. Well, yeah, I'm gonna have to get one soon. Get well, one. Everybody's fallen one. into your trap about yes. scary films. Yeah. Uh, it's funny that Steve mentioned Friday the 13th. Why is it echoing? No idea. Is it, it was a bit of a, it was a bit of a crap. Hang on, I've heard, because Naomi it was, told me earlier that the line was crap. If I put you there, does that make any difference? Well, you sound alright. You, yes. you sound fine. But do you yeah. sound alright? I don't know. Okay. I, don't, I hate that I actually hate the sound of my own voice when I hear it back. So, so do we. I probably sound off. No, the sound of our voices. Sorry, I don't know what I meant. I hate the sound no, of our voices. No, you, 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 you. It were after the, after the, after it the news. It were after war, oh, when oh. Grandad bought some and all the bread up mountainside. All through, all through, all through Katya's call, it was awful. Uh, and so, then, the, then the ads came. Well, I know that the phone system was down again today, and I suspect yeah. that they haven't really fixed it properly. Uh, never it's held together with uh, silly string. But as, as I was saying, uh, it's funny that Steve mentioned Friday the 13th, because I can remember watching that. He didn't. Or I think it was probably around. He didn't mention Apple. Friday the 13th, he mentioned... Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Street. Nightmare on Street, that's it. Oh, God. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Come on, druggy. I think I watched that 12, 13. Yeah. Did you wait yourself? Uh, with me mum, and absolutely terrified as both. But watch, watching it now, nah. No, this is the thing, man. I don't think I can ever... Threads, someone said Threads. Yeah, Threads Threads isn't scary. I found it really, really upsetting and depressing. <laughs> More of an existential. Yeah. It's, it's, it's horror. More than, more than scary. Yeah. How, how that could have... That, came close to happening. Yeah. Well, then there's, there's Mikhail Gorbachev is on the old, uh, is, for some reason has come out and has warned people that nuclear war is going to happen. But have you seen yeah. the state of Mikhail Gorbachev recently? I think he's probably about 90. Yeah, so well, he looks awful. Cutting some slack. No, I'm not, not going to cut a 90-year-old some slack. I'm going to judge them by the standards that I, that, what is going on with this line? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well. But, um... I find games much more scary than films. Oh, no, I've never... I don't buy this. I've never been scared by a video game. Well, you haven't played the right... You haven't played the right video games. Yes, game. I have! The, the really scary ones, I think, are boy. Uh, what, like Silent Hill? Not scary. Okay. Re any of the Resident Evils? Uh, Not scary. Resident e the Resident Evil... Uh, Resident Evil 7. Oh, jeez. The last one was <laughs> rubbish. I loved Resident Evil 7. Okay. Then one get then one scary game. Alien Isolation, oh. absolutely terrifying. They're, but it's they're not though. Yes, they are. Why? Stick stick a game on. Turn the lights out. Yeah. No interruptions. Yeah. 
and if, if you get abs- if you get absorbed into it, as I said, that's why one of the reasons why I don't stream certain types of games because you, you cry too much. Streaming can just take your way out of it. Yeah, it's true. That's true. That's true. Roger, you got to buy Call of Duty, man. Come and join, guys. We're having a Call of Duty posse on Twitch. I would say tomorrow at half eleven. Come on, if you've got Call of Duty, come and join us. Come and join me, Ollie, David Babcock. Call of Duty. We're going to play it. We're going to we're going to win it. I'm going to win it. I'm good at shooting it, and shooting the guns in it at people. Too much on games lately. Sorry, I've spent way too much on games no, lately. That's not. That's simply not possible. Are you going to buy um, his last geeky bit in games? But actually, um, this is important. What are you looking at? I've just seen the front page of Tomorrow's Sun. Yeah, and it's called the Bum Powder Clot, and it's a picture of a close-up picture of someone firing a rocket out of their jacksey. Beautiful. Beautiful. I don't think it ended well. There's a new game coming out on Friday um, that is going to revo- supposed to revolutionise gaming. Yeah. Mm. Called Death Stranding. I bet it's going to be really, really, really boring. And if you look yeah. at all the, re- a lot of the reviews are kind of saying, well, it's beautiful and it's it's a work of art and 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 maybe it's just not me guessing it. No, 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 no. Games are meant to be fun, right? And a game where you've got to walk across a desert delivering stuff. And it's just like repetitive and dull, but that ain't a game! That ain't a game! Kinda like weird stuff like that, but I know what you mean. The, the reviews are so, they're so long, and, and I, it's a bit worrying that you're reading a review of a game thinking, I'm bored of reading this review. Exactly. So and you know how many, do you know how many hours it will take you to complete this game? I know it, I've seen people say that it's supposed to, it's supposed to get good after ten hours. Yeah, it's a hundred-hour game, ladies and gentlemen. A one-hundred-hour game. Pac-Man, if you're lucky, it lasts four minutes. <laughs> this is a one-hundred-hour game. We shall see. Roger, thank you very much indeed. Last call we got on the switchboard, and then it's empty, empty, empty. Alistair! Oh, evening, Ian. Evening, Captain. Good evening, Alistair. Good evening, Good evening It's Alistair. great to hear you again. It must be, because we're, we're brilliant. Uh, yeah, uh, most of the time, yeah. Oh, um, feel the burn! <laughs> He's right, though. Most of the time, I've been. Sometimes we're out of time. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. But, um, right, I was bitten by a donkey and a horse. <laughs> what were you doing to them? And why were they in the same room? <laughs> I that! That came from nowhere! I was bitten by a donkey and a horse. Wow! Tell us more! Right. Well, when I was about four or five, yes. the uh, granddad took me down to the uh, local park where they had some donkeys. Yes. Uh, sort of, they were fenced off, and I went up to oh, pissed off by the, the fence, and this donkey came over and just uh, bit me. Oh, mate! Where's the justice in that? There's no justice. But hang on, but then a horse bit you. Yeah. So now I'm about eleven, and. Um, we went to Scotland to pit lockery on a yeah. holiday, family yeah. holiday, and uh, <clears throat> parents thought, well, let's go um, pony trekking. And because um, I was the smallest, I was put at the front of the uh, of the line, and this horse kept looking at me a bit strange. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> his head turned to me. <laughs> My arm was there. It picked me up by the arm and cast me aside. Oh, <sighs> tossed by a horse. Tossed by a horse. Wowzers. It was, uh, very pain- painful as well. I bet it was, man. That sounds horrendous. <clears throat> yeah. Gosh. So I, don't, I was just reminded of that when, when 
that lady said that the Naomi, uh, lady said that she was bitten by a dog. Yeah, there you go, there you go. Um, anything um, else? Yeah, um, so, um, Alien, when I first watched it in the cinema was scary for me. Yeah. When it came out, what, did it, what do you think, Ian? I didn't see Alien until about five or six years ago. I was quite late to Alien, and by oh, that right. point, I, I did show my boys the, the famous stomach scene uh, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and uh, they thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> but um, I wasn't scared by it. I wasn't, I wasn't scared by it, and I guess the twist. But I do, uh, my favourite Alien film is the one where they're on a prison planet. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. That's my favourite. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think Alien's a oh. belting film. Yeah. They mostly yeah. come at night, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> She's the scariest thing in it, that kid. I think the way that Ridley Scott shot the film, because he had, in the first one he actually didn't show the alien yeah. at all very much, and I think that's what makes it a little bit spooky. Uh, that's what makes it a little bit spooky. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, I've only uh, just wanted to say that if I don't make it to Brighton on Saturday, um, yeah. I'll offer my apologies now. What the hell? Um, We've got some... What's going on? Um, well, I've got, I've got everything booked, train, hotel, yeah. ticket, but where I'm feeling at the moment, I'm not sure I can... Hey, man, how you feeling? What, what's, what, what, physically or mentally or what? Mentally, or the, the train journey, really. Hey, how long's it going to be? It's quite a way. Huh? How long's it going to be? I think it's about six hours. Oh, blimey, Alistair. Uh-huh. <laughs> we can't, we're coming nearer. To, there must be gigs nearer to you. Um, Birmingham? Birmingham's got to be nearer Birmingham's to you. Birmingham's probably, that's next year. Yeah, I'll probably try that. But I'm not saying that I'm definitely not coming. I'm just saying... All right, well, listen, if you don't come, we won't think any less of you. Let me just say, as far as I know, Jake Shillingford from My Life Story and Saffron from Republica could well, could well be in the audience that night on Saturday in Brighton. That's all I'm saying. Right, well, I'm not making any decision. No, no, don't. Listen, dude, you, even if you make the decision on the day, you do whatever you have to do is the best for you. If you come, be brilliant to see you. If you don't come, well, then we know that, you know, we won't think any less of you, mate, all right? Yeah, if I don't come, I'll try and ring. All right, yeah, 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 give us a call, give us a call, of course. I forgot that it's it's a pop-up phone-in show, so people can phone in. Um, take care of yourself, mate. And you. Thanks, Alistair. See you later on. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a long old journey. I do like long train journeys, because I, but I bet there's probably a lot of changes there as well. Yeah. You do whatever you need to do, Alistair. Uh, the switchboard is empty. Tell you what, for the last 20 minutes, we'll take calls straight to air. Let's do that before Daryl comes in at one o'clock. Um, uh, this is the late night alternative. It's chugging along quite nicely for a Monday. What do you think, Catherine? Choo-choo. There we go. That's a chug noise. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. I've just seen that um, Mike Nesmith and Mickey Dolenz are doing some shows next year in the States. They said they'd never do it again, that that was it. But they're doing some shows. And you know what? I might go over there and see them. Um... I might see them. Of course, I'll take these to do some calls straight to air, shall we, for the last 20 minutes. So, hello, line one, you're on the wireless. This is a message for Stephen. Please do your bloody job and tell us about Sophie Aldridge's new novel. Hello? 
Oh, they've hung up. Okay. If anyone knows what that's about, then please do let us know. Oh, three, four, 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 nine. Ah, that was a, that was a, um, a sick burn for Stephen, the Doctor Who correspondent. Oh. Um, I think, I think, and I don't know, may have been our apprentice correspondent, um, being a little bit. Embittered. Embittered. Hello, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian Lee and Catherine oh. Boyle. I've just realised that I have never before told you my name. Well, I am Gerald 2.0. Oh. The first version of me was destroyed because it was shit. Meet oh. my lover, Sharon 3.6. Hello, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Are you ready, babe? Yeah, let's do it. Hit it. Islands in the stream. Islands in the stream. That is that what, is we, what are. we are. No one, no one in between. between. How, How can, can we be wrong? wrong? Sail away with me to another world. And we rely on each other. Uh-huh. Okay, that was lovely. I enjoyed that. Very romantic. It was romantic, yeah. yeah. It was romantic, wasn't it? Let's go to line one. You're on the wireless. What's this the theme to? Is it the prisoner? Oh, it's the the Hollies and Peter Sellers. Oh, um, that's who uh, who that is. Um, oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Oh, if you pre-ordered the seven-inch single, we now have the seven-inch singles. We have the envelopes of the seven-inch singles. We have the membership cards. Uh, one day this week, Catherine and I will sign the membership cards. We will get them sent out to you by Friday. I will take them to the post office. As many of the, the 100, I don't want to say we're going to do all 100 this week, just in case there's an issue. But we will um, be trying to do as many of the 100 original orders that we can and get them put in the post office on Friday. That's the plan. They may go to the post office Monday, but we're aiming for Friday. And then once those are out, um, we will be offering the single at our live shows and also on my website, ianlee.com. I'm building a little page where we'll be selling those and we'll be selling some lovely rabbit hole pins. You look very, very tired all uh, of a sudden. sudden You've a big yawn and your eyes have gone all sleepy. Yes. 0344 is the telephone number. Um... Let's just wait a bit. Or do you want to, have you got something you're itching well, to do? I have, because there's a word I'd never used oh, before. Oh, go on. I've, I forgot all about this. Yes. Yes. So, Nevada's alien cat house. Sorry? Nevada's alien cat house. You know, that's what they call Oh, that's the brothels, legal, right? But alien. It's called alien cat house. It's to differentiate itself from the, what's the one? The bunny ranch. Okay, right. Okay. Nevada's alien cat house has always offered an out-of-this-world experience to its clients. In all those movies from the 80s, mm. like The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, and all those films where Burt Reynolds goes and pays for sex, those whores, and I use the term, because that's the... They all seem to love their job. A little slap on the bum as they run upstairs to the bedroom to engage in uh, paid-for yeah, sex. There's it, none of that misery that we associate with sex work these days. None of that, oh, my God, I'm doing this to feed my kids or feed my drug habit or to help to, to help pay my way through college. They're loving it. No, no dead-eyed reluctance there. They're yeah. all loving it. They would do it for nothing. They would do it for it's nothing. It's kind of, uh, kind of uh, a Well, you would with Burt Reynolds. I don't know. Wouldn't you like one? Hello, is, is that Mr. Lee? Oh, God, this is horrible. Is that, is that Mr. Lee? Yes, it is. Hello, Mr. Lee. 
You came to see me today. Oh, my babies! Hi! Oh, hello, how are you doing? I'm a bit worried that you, you might not come back and get me and my brother. I'm waiting for a phone, I'm waiting for a phone call. If I get the phone call tomorrow, then, oh, God damn it, I'm gonna be there as soon as I can, my little babies! Do you promise me? Do you promise me? Because because my brother said if that other person comes, he's going to poo in her shoes. Okay, well, you're you, only pooing and shoeing. Well, why would she take her shoes off? Thank you. I'll be there as soon as I can. Let me just take these calls quickly. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hello. Hello, line three. My name's Paul. Hello, Paul. Hello. Yeah, um, I want to tell you about... Paul, did we, speak, Paul. did we speak earlier? Yes. We thought you, we, you, we spoke at the start. Look at this. This is lovely, um, circular show. We spoke at, right at the start of the show, didn't we? Yeah. You're sounding that's a lot better than you, than you were three hours ago. Look, um, I, I went out to solve the problem of these forces going around in yeah. hitting me or hurting me. Um, I went, I, I went and brought a bottle of, um, and this is Milo, uh, Californian red wine. Oh, you. Should you be taking well, wine with yeah. your medication, do you think? Uh, well, yes. I, I, I realise through a last experience it's possible. All right. Well, you should follow your doctor's well, instructions. Yeah. Paul, listen, I'm yeah. going to go because Catherine's got a really funny story for us. I'm hoping it's funny. Yeah, but yeah. maybe you could give us a call tomorrow night. Yeah, but before you go... Yeah? Um, if you know anybody called Ron Rafford, the psychoanalyst, please get him to contact me as soon as possible. I, I will see if I can do that, but I can't promise I'll, I'll be able to, Paul. But I'll I'll have a look. But I can't promise I, I'll get him to I'll be able to get him to contact you. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you, you Paul. I appreciate that, mate. Thank you. He sounds a lot better than he did. Mm. Go on, tell us the story. Nevada's alien cat house has always offered an out-of-this-world experience to its clients. Yeah. But now, the UFO-themed brothel is set to add an even more futuristic dimension. Do they have, like, three tits? And they're painted green? By offering a sex robot alongside its human courtesans. <laughs> the cat house's Rob Thompson told the Daily Star Online why they've added a robot to their lineup for clients that have certain fetishes that courtesans may not be interested in. Courtesans. The robot could fulfill those. Well, yeah, I if the fetish is having sex with a robot. Although, if you get, like, a sexy lady and just put some bolts on her neck, and um, every now and then she has to stop and get some um, WD-40. Or play that music. <laughs> she could do the robot. There you go. So I'd do it. Yeah, okay. Asked how the cat house's flesh and blood denizens felt about working alongside an AI rival, Rod said they were all for it. Yeah. The courtesans are actually excited about the additional revenue stream to Alien Cat House. I bet they're not. And themselves, as well as the additional opportunities that might prevent themselves for interested parties wanting to party with the real flesh and blood courtesan and with an AI sex robot at the same wow, time. Wow, okay, mix and match. Here comes a word that we've never heard before. Okay. But it could be the word of the future. Yep. The cat house is also introducing teledildonics. I beg your pudding. Teledildonics. One more time. Teledildonics. Wowzers, we should have started the show with this. Into its menu of possibilities yes. using cutting edge 
a Kiru kit to let potential clients in other states or even other countries spend some virtual quality time with their star performers. Hi, Chihuahua. Rod says, Alien Cat House really caters towards individuals seeking to fulfill a sexual fantasy with a porn star. And we're in talks with Teledildonics manufacturers in regard to having each of our suites outfitted to accommodate this technology. Some of the ladies are very excited about this because they say it gives them the opportunity to give men, women or couples that chance to experience an encounter with a real courtesan at a brothel they might not normally, because of their time or distance, be able to actually physically visit. We have one of our top porn star courtesans that will be the first to book a client for this experience around Halloween this month. Rod points out that for virtual visits, clients will need <sighs> compatible hardware. <laughs> what? Right. Okay, right. Yeah, you can plug it into your computer, can't you? Male visitors would need you off. interactive vibrating <laughs> masturbator for men, while any interested lady customers should get themselves an Oh My Bod toy. Oh. When asked, we asked one of the cat house's leading lights, Stella Renee, how she felt about working with the new technology. She told us, as an honest-to-goodness, flesh-and-blood, cougarific cuddle queen, I'm very excited about the addition... cuddle queen, I mean, it say. says it all. ...of sex bot playtime and remote interaction options at the brothel. Expanding our technological and social stiletto print is imperative. Adapt or die! Wow. She's, she makes an excellent point. She continued, I don't want all about diversifying my portfolio of sexy services to meet the needs of my beloved clients before adding, I'm an artist, damn it! Gosh. Good for her. Her colleague, Lisa Grace, added, I'm not really bothered by it. Sex toys have been around for centuries. Most customers come in for the human interaction. I often hear the best part is the cuddling after the sex. She said, and she says that while pulling her pants down. (laughs) Oh, she's got a lovely, um, fairy cake cake on her, her, yeah. I call it fairy cake because I'm I'm just that little bit older than you, so it's a fairy cake. And to your generation below, it's a cupcake. Damn you, sex in the city! (laughs) The cat house's pricing is deliberately quite mysterious. They declined to be specific on costings, but told us persons interested can only discuss pricing within a legally licensed brothel. But generally speaking, we've seen the bookings range anywhere from as little as one thousand dollars to tens of thousands of dollars. The courtesans set their own prices and split the price of the booking 50-50 with the brothel. 50-50? That's a... That's... Jeff. That's a bit, Jeff. 50-50? Even when it comes to a robot, which you wouldn't think would need an income of its own, Rod said, if it is a sex robot working with a courtesan, pricing legally will be negotiated within the brothel, and most likely, even if it were a sex robot, the brothel would follow the same guideline in terms of money. So, hang on, but surely with a robot they get 50, <laughs> we'll look after that for you, mecha sexy, and then we'll take the 50 for the house. Can I tell you something funny? I think we've had this conversation before. I don't know if it's sex and the city or sex in the city. Sex and the city. Is it? Okay, mm-hmm. I was erring towards that. Teledildonics, you say. Teledildonics. I don't know what that means, but I like it. Hello, line one, you're on the wireless. Chop, 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 chop. I don't know where that felt like that was going to go somewhere rude there. I don't know what, well, I don't know if it was or not. Those um, calls intrigued me. Hello, line two, you're on the wireless. Okay, great. Here's something I learned watching Limmy. Mm-hmm. yesterday and this is true this is they're not pat a thief this is limmy's stream on twitch is just a work of art performance art yeah you play the word insomniac 
I think it's insomniac or insomnia backwards. It says, I can't sleep. Stop it. And it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. He did it. He, he said that he, he heard that rumor as a kid. And, um, but then he thought, actually, it must be rubbish. And then he recorded it and did it. And it worked. It was incredible. Good evening, line one. You're on the wireless. Ah, hello there. Am I, am I line one? I'm not sure. Yes, you are. Ah, hello, Ian. Fantastic. I just thought I'd give you a call. I have absolutely nothing of interest to say, but I thought I'd give you a call. And like say, 65% of, of all our callers and 50% of the presenting team on this show. Shut up. <laughs> ah, hello. Hello there. Um, well, I'm, I'm here in, I'm based in Barcelona, and um, I just wanted to say, you have a lot of listeners over here. How many? And I, well, maybe two or three. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, for talk radio, that's a lot of listeners. <laughs> Honestly, Ian, I've listened to you for absolutely ages, basically since you started the station, and I finally thought, yeah, I'll give him a call, see what's going on. What and, the hell uh, are you doing in Barcelona? I'm an English teacher. Aye, well done, man. Are you are you living the dream? Are you happy? Are you enjoying life? Oh, I love it, man. I'm, I absolutely love it, yeah. I've been over here three years now. Um, yeah, I mean, I just sort of work with businesses, like teaching over here. I mean, I absolutely Brilliant. love it. Brilliant. Um, Brilliant. Well, there you go. But, yeah. Um, listen, give us a call earlier in the show. We're coming to the end of the show. Daryl's coming in in a second, so we have to say goodbye. But I'm, I'm, what's your name, my friend? Uh, Rob. Rob, uh, give us a call earlier in the show next time and we'll have a proper chat. Okay, yeah, I'd love to, man. Thank nice you so one. much. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers, mate. Nice to talk to you. There you go. Someone living the dream. Yeah. While Daryl gets his microphone, I'll very quickly grab line two. Hello, line two. You're on the wireless. Not easy on the How you could Jolene on the same day that she wrote I Will Always Love You. Did she? Some, and, and she wrote another one. She wrote three, like three classics on the same day. The woman's a genius. But she doesn't get the respect that like Paul McCartney gets for writing yesterday or the, I can't think of any other examples, but because she's a woman. Because the way with, she looks. Because she's tiny and got big knockers and mm. that's the joke, you know. She's mm. written some of the best songs in the world, but yes, Dolly Parton, she's got lovely tits. But, but, I'll, I'll research that tomorrow. We're not allowed to use Google tonight, but I will research. She wrote like three or four classics on one day. Yeah. Um, hello, Daryl. Hello, Ian. Hello there. Right. We got 59 is our hard out, sir. That's all right. So well, sell it. Sell it, baby. Well, I kept myself among the 50% who have not much to say for themselves. So, uh, all good. So we have a couple of hours of just filling time. You're one of the good guys. Filling time. You need to go to the, um, far right. <laughs> yeah. Your program's too, uh, snowflake. It is a little bit, a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, I care too much, I think. But just a bit too much empathy involved, I think, in my, <laughs> in my program. Kind of One day they will find <laughs> us and they will literally hunt us down and kill us. They will. I film it and put it as a viral video. Uh, quite. Um, on the way after the one o'clock, uh, we're gonna be speaking to some people who've uh, achieved an incredible feat of endurance. One woman who's gonna, uh, trek across the Antarctic and another guy who's cycled around the world. Incredible stories. Amazing, amazing, amazing stories. After one. Is that me? No. We've passed the time. We've passed the time. What are you doing? Freaking me out. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio.